find out if there's a way to uh, remove his uh, video or whatever and just have ours too. And there's, mm -hmm. a, there's no way. Yeah, no, that, that's just, uh, that's Discord. That's just how it is. So I just have to click on you and then it just pulls it up. So yeah. I'll click the So while we're here, let me see what's on Wikipedia's homepage. Mm -hmm. Gonna make this a thing every every week. No, I just remembered this morning. Honestly, I was gonna forget. Oh, to be okay. fair. Did you know that the sun bear is the smallest of all bear species? Is it a real bear? It is a real bear. Oh, okay. What? What are you looking at? They have like, I didn't know that Wikipedia has like a like featured thing every day. It's on their homepage, dude. Wikipedia.org. I don't think I've ever gone to Wikipedia's homepage. You just always like looked at Wikipedia for like what you were looking for, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a very specific thing. It is twenty-eight inches at the shoulder. Okay. And it weighs about fifty to one hundred forty pounds. Yeah, it's not that big. It's like a condensed dog bear thing. Do you think you could domesticate it? With enough time, yeah, sure. <laughs> These are domesticatable, probably. Do you think every animal is domesticatable? It depends on how much time you have, to be honest. Sure. I feel like eventually you'll hit one that's just like, okay, this is going to take forever, dude. Mm -hmm. It's like, the problem is, like, we've domesticated a lot of animals. You know, like, just yeah. in general. And, like, then they can, like, put quotes on soft domestication. It's like, uh, like, horses. I always find it crazy that there's, like, actual wild horses. It's just... <laughs> Because, you know, you just see them and... Horses are terrifying, dude. Yeah. Have you seen um that horse movie, Spirit? Like, animated one? I have seen Spirit. Yeah, the that's... Wild that's... Horse. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it's actually not called The Wild Horse. It's called The... Of the Plains or something like that? Spirit movie. Horse. Stallion of the Cimarron. There we go. That's, I think, one of DreamWorks' only 2D animated films. They have, like, four or five. Also, uh... Apparently voiced by Matt Damon. Come on, dude. Sure, yeah. Matt Damon oh, shows up in a lot, of, a lot of random stuff. Matt Damon he, is ridiculous. He was, uh... Do you remember... Uh, Thor Ragnarok. I do remember Thor Ragnarok. Okay, do you remember towards the beginning where Thor goes back to Asgard and Loki has uh Matt Damon playing him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure it's like yeah, it's it's Matt Damon playing uh yeah Loki, and then it's Chris Hemsworth's brother playing playing the fake Thor. Mm -hmm. It's like man, they got <laughs> why is Matt Damon here? Pretty good, pretty, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. 
Alright, so right. Yeah. I'm definitely not pulling up the drive right now. Yeah, go ahead. So we got here. Yeah, sure, man. This is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's good. Alright, so I'm gonna start off by talking to you about Fire Punch, okay? I'll mm-hmm. I have a few <laughs> A few a few criticisms of it, right? Uh, so, do you remember the ending of Fire Punch? Very vaguely, I do. It's like the destruction of Earth or whatever, and then he becomes yes. like the giant stalk as yeah. it goes up. Yeah. Like, she's there as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the ending of Fire Punch, right, is, and I guess spoilers for Fire Punch manga. If you haven't read it, don't, uh, you know, whatever. Also, that's really weird. That again, like all of what I just said there, out of context, you'll be like, "What is he saying?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, if you haven't read it, then that that doesn't have any meaning to you. But out of context, um, it's something that makes no sense. Yeah. So it ends right, and Agni, right, main character, he he wins. You know, for the most part, the Earth is great. You know, it's getting warmer. We're not in the ice age anymore. And then, you know, entire script flips. It's like, oh man, this uh, this renaissance we're having isn't going to last much longer. So then the whole the whole tree thing happens, and Judah, ha- uh, you know, agrees to be the tree to like I don't know make up for the wrongs that she's done. And so she becomes the tree huge huge tree of life like it's like it's like avatar but like bigger you know Mm -hmm. the avatar movie it's like it's like you know it's like you imagine like jack and the giant beanstalk dude except it's just like if it actually just really really went all the way dude yeah all the way past the clouds (laughs) and uh so yeah that's i guess giving life to earth and she's she's in the tree she's part of the tree she's in outer space you know again like you said that's how far the the tree made it and uh she's just up there for millions of years and then eventually earth explodes i didn't i couldn't tell if it was just like the tree sucking out the last of life from the earth but she makes a comment to herself where she says like something hit the earth so maybe like a meteor hit the earth or whatever it's not really important and then so she's flown into space because the tree isn't a thing anymore and she's in space for another million years, <laughs> just floating. And then Agni, out of out of nowhere, runs into her in space. And they're like questioning like what you are, who you are, that kind of thing. And then they hug. And then the manga ends. And that's how Fire Punch ends. Yeah. It's it's a weird anticlimactic ending. Yeah. So <laughs> so I remember finishing it I finished it a few days ago and i was just like all right but it's you know? like the weird thing is that it's like it's all like it's building up like the weird thing is the story is building you know it's building up to something you know yeah, yeah. It, it has that weird feel that like don't cry baby also has where you're like mm-hmm. i don't know what this is leading up to but it's leading up to something big mm-hmm. and as you're going into it you know you realize that like everyone around him is dying okay and it's just him and judah at the end Yep. 
just like how it was at the beginning. It's a, it's a weird irony. And similar to that, my crybaby, it's like the world ending, and it's just those two really just recollecting their thoughts. Or in this case, I guess like that's just how the story ends, which is dope. But this is like, you know, this is something that you could be considered, I guess, a deep, what is it, like a normal expected ending also, which is weird. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, not originally, but like nowadays, it's something that you would expect to happen potentially from the aspect of happening. Yeah, I got, it reminded me of a bunch of different stuff. It reminded me of Dove Man Cry Baby. Yeah, of how, how the ending was and how it was kind of like bigger than, than everything else, you know. Um, what was the other thing it reminded me of? It reminded me of uh, Future Diary. How oh, yeah, definitely. With, uh, the two main characters just kind of, they kind of outlast everything. And then mm-hmm. they're, I don't remember how, how that ends. I think they're both like God or something. And then they get out of that. They're like, we don't want that like anymore. Like she's God and he also becomes God, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's a weird way. I just, I just thought it was weird because it was, I don't know. I don't know. Then Eva also bends on this a little bit, which is weird, but it's yeah, not like, it's just it's, it's weird. It's like I can say like it is. It's, you know, when you think about it as a, like a thing by itself, it's like wow, this is really good. But then you can't really compare it to anything else. Yeah. So they have like the weird uh, way to go about direction. There's like the one character obsessed with films the entire time. Yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to pose things to make things in a more cinematic feel, mm. which is like a really weird, like a meta way to look at the story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was thinking the same thing. She, she almost breaks the breaks the fourth wall a few times, mm-hmm. where it's like she's obviously making references that no one in this world understands, but like us as a reader, we know them. I'm like, okay, this, like, we're looking at this because no one has the idea of like what films are in this world. It's just yeah. her and the reader understanding this, mm. and it hits that point. Like those pieces yeah. are coming back to me as you're talking, so it's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so her character, she she dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, she dies because she was running away from Agni because they were like conflicting on what they want to do, and uh, this is around the point where he decided that he's the antagonist of the story, mm-hmm. and he's just gonna murder everyone, mm-hmm. and uh, to to go save Judah, who he thinks is Luna, and. Uh, I don't remember her name, but you know the, the the film lady. She's trying to stop him, and then then she finally just says whatever, and she leaves him because she's like, "Forget this. You're, you know, the story's over. You're gonna do whatever you're gonna do." And then uh, she falls in the ice lake, the frozen lake, and you know, because Agni is <laughs> is on fire, so it melts and stuff. And he saves her, but because he touches her, she bursts into flames. And then we get like a whole chapter of her trying to figure out where her last words are going to be. And then she her her last word is live as she's like burnt to a crisp. And this just adds to the the uh, the the motivation of Agni of like, why did you tell me to live? You know, I don't want to live. I want to just destroy me. He wants to repent for what he's done, essentially. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, because um. For a moment towards the end, he lost his powers. This was the after the first time he met Judah, who again he thought was Luna. And uh she like took away his powers somehow with the tree. And uh like every day for ten years he was trying to find different ways to kill himself. To again, yeah, like make up for the things he's done. 
because he's finally realized that he's murdered <laughs> like hundreds of people on on his way here. Let me see what else I'm hitting here. So let's see. Also, like, do you remember? I don't remember his name either. Do you remember the the character that was like that was looking up to him a lot? He, like, got his legs, yeah, he got his legs ripped off. Mm-hmm. He just got like robot legs. Like he was like super fast after that. I thought that was weird. I don't remember him getting robot legs. It sounds like his legs did get ripped off, so they replaced them. But I mean, well, yeah. I don't know why robot, but you know. You know. And then he was fighting him, and uh, he couldn't win. You know. See, on TV think... tropes, they also call it the Gainax ending. Okay. Where the ending makes sort of no sense. It's it's coined because of Eva. That's exactly why it's coined entirely. You know, another show I thought of when when I thought of a uh, Fire Punch, I thought of Darling in the Franks. Again, the classic Gainax ending, dude, yeah. where like it makes sort of no sense. Like I, I like the kind of like like meaning behind it. Like you know, you kind of talked about how it's kind of at the beginning as it is at the end. But uh, it just kind of makes me feel like I don't know. The whole thing was almost for nothing because everyone died in the end anyway. And then there's these two people who I guess are never gonna die because they both uh, have the regeneration thing. So they're just gonna float in space for the rest of their life. Yeah, and they're just going to be there together forever. But they don't actually know each other, though. Well, at that point, yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, because, like, she actually isn't Luna. Mm-hmm. Like, like, she isn't his sister, you know? But, like, he thinks that. It's, like, it's so... And she, after, like, the first week, she figured out that he wasn't actually her brother, but he, but she played along. Mm-hmm. Uh, because... You know, she cared for him or whatever. It's like, when I think about, like, Fire Punch, I did, but I remember when I was reading it for the first time, I thought it blew my mind so much. I put it on, like, my top list, I'm pretty sure, what yeah. I would consider a manga to be at one point. Because it had like, it had a lot of good things going for it. had great art, great, different characters to, like, look at, mm-hmm. a, a unique world, you know what I mean? I had a good like story, overarching character. Everything was interesting. Yeah, and the and the story was just in a good place. I, I felt like it had a lot going for it. Yeah, I, uh, the world. I yeah, I like that a lot. Where, uh, the first chapter, it just kind of throws you into it, and it doesn't give you any context. You just like learn uh, piece by piece that you know there's these blessed people, and the town that they're living in. They're like feeding them and. You know, there's but they don't know that, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the other thing? There's also, like, the, the the ice witch or whatever that froze over the world. And, yeah, it just kind of throws you into this world that you can tell was already living by the time we got here. And, you know, we're learning about these characters or whatever. Yeah, I... Uh, another thing is I feel like there's a lot of twists and turns in this manga. I feel like... Uh, I can never really tell what was going to happen next. So, like, there's a lot of uh, very, very hard 90 degree angles. You know what I mean? That's one of the beauties of this manga, actually, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it, it was not afraid to, like, go in a different direction. Yeah. But somehow the direction always made sense, which is, like, really weird when you think about it. If you look oh, at it, yeah, like, from yeah. the outside, you're like, 
like it still works though. It's like it's not like it didn't work. It's like it worked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean the the very first one for me was I I think I actually talked to you about this already, but when his sister dies and you know he he becomes fire punch. It's like the things like the first chapter, maybe or the second mm-hmm. chapter or something. Yeah, where it's like oh she's really dead and mm-hmm. he's really this like superhero now and that and like because obviously the first few pages or whatever that's not what i thought this manga like obviously you, you see the cover art and you're like okay this guy's gonna become this thing but i didn't expect it to happen so early and mm-hmm. for this relationship they built up between the brother and the sister i didn't think that we wouldn't see that after the first chapter you know but I, mm-hmm. yeah it obviously worked because then the whole thing was about revenge or whatever so it's wonderful it's 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 not afraid to also like take the risks of like killing off certain characters yeah. in the moment or making it like what i should say it, it, the brutality it gives to some things is just it's the right amount of brutality it's not like you know over the top with it it puts just enough where it's like okay this is still fine yeah mm-hmm. i mean i think that 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 lends well to his character mm-hmm. where he he never really wanted to kill people like he was never intentionally evil until the very end and uh he just wanted to <laughs> wanted to find that dude i don't remember his name like doma i think that's his name yeah like that. doma yeah yeah he just wanted to get to him and you know saw people along the way that were afraid of him and or against him and when they when he finally made it to the big the big place where Doma was, and and they were also keeping a bunch of other blessed people. Mm-hmm. That's where uh, San was, where he got his legs ripped off, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they're like leeching off of him, basically. Yeah. Also, like, let's consider what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, like it's very unique that like he doesn't actually have fire powers. My man's <laughs> just literally on fire. Yeah, he's just on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's yes, one of those things that like you don't think like you you see you're like oh fire punch you must like you know like punch you know it goes on fire that, yeah, that's yeah. what he does I mean yes but like he doesn't have like he just has super great regenerative powers yeah. he's just always burning he's always in pain yeah and those and those and, and that fire just so happens to be the special fire that that never goes out because <laughs> I I like uh, later on towards the end when he's trying to get his powers back. <laughs> And he keeps like burning himself. He he gets like a torch and he like puts it through his skull. <laughs> and you expect that to be like the moment where he becomes fire punch again, but it just goes out and then he uh, regenerates his face again. And it's like, oh yeah, it's not just any fire. He, again, yeah, he doesn't have mm-hmm. fire powers. He has to get that special fire from, from Doma. So... It's a very unique aspect on like what the the world does mm-hmm. with the, with the power structure. It, it works. It, it somehow works. I would have Appreciate loved to it. see more more stuff about some of the other blessed that we see. Like mm-hmm. we see other blessed at that place where those people are trying to kill him, and they like bring up uh, blessed that they've captured from like the lower the lower floors and they're like super dangerous. Uh, I think one. Like controls wind or something it's just like oh they're really big dude and you know uh agony just takes care of them easily but uh there's a lot of other really cool blessed characters in here that we only saw for a little bit 
I feel like that has to do with like the idea of it being like a production where Agony is the main character, and that's where it's going to be driven upon. Mm. It's, it's the entire meta idea behind that. Mm. Where it's like, oh yeah, we could focus on these guys, but we don't care because this is not it's Agony's story. Yeah, I think that's that's interesting that they took it that way, especially introducing the the film character to 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 kind of drive that home. Where it's like, yeah, he is the main character. And then and then she was also like really good too. She was like a really good fighter. Like her introduction was like really cool with with her on the train and her filming and then those those guys coming up uh ruining stuff for other people on the train trying to trying to take their like money or something and she just destroyed all of them. In my opinion she legitimately is the best character in my opinion for the manga yeah. only because she defines everything that's happening. Mm. She she's the one who drives everything mm. in a weird way. She like pushes the direction that it's going in. Yeah. I mean she she played both sides uh a few times where she was helping Agni like learn to control his powers or whatever, but then she also behind his back went to the enemies, <laughs> people that was trying to kill him, and was like, Okay, here, Agni's gonna be here tomorrow at this time, he's gonna try to do this. And and yeah, she helped them set a plan, but it was always all for her own for for her movie, I guess, in the end. She's trying to make like this wonderful, spectacular hero idea. Yeah. So she's just trying to make it as good as possible. Trying to push mm-hmm. Agni to see will he like fall here and this be like a tragic story, or is this gonna be something he'll always just overcome? Yeah. It's a really weird idea to think about. Yeah. I think someone else. Doesn't someone else in the manga mention Star Wars? I think so, man. I gotta go back. Star Wars. <laughs> Doesn't does like one of Doma's kids that he's taking care of at the end like like mention Star Wars or something? I might be thinking of a different manga. <laughs> I'm not sure. Star Wars. Because like she, of course, she she name drops a bunch of different stuff. Like oh, it's got to be like this or like that, and you know, again, trying to teach him about character development and stuff like that. But I thought someone else mentions Star Wars. I think it's just her, dude. It's just her. I think so. Okay. Because I see the line right here where she's just saying, uh, "I'm going to raise that culture to the exact same level as the era when they made Star Wars, so I can watch the next movie in the franchise." Yeah, yeah. Someone else. Uh... Oh, I don't remember who it was. Oh no, it was okay. So this is something different. Doma <laughs> took uh, some of or all of uh, her movies. He like found where she stashed them, and then that's I guess why he became the like fire person that he was. That then eventually, uh, you know, gave gave Agni his fire powers because he watched a movie <laughs> about a fire wielding superhero, <laughs> and then later on he burned all of her movies. That's why at the end she was like super mad at him and she figured it out and she was trying to kill him or whatever. And Agni was like, no, don't kill him. He's got children. 
even though I feel like Doma deserved to die. Like, like he, he ruined everything, you know? It's also weird, considering that Doma's not really, like, a villain, per se. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He just, like, came by the village. He's like, oh, they're eating human arms? Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're eating human body parts in this village? It's a village of cannibals? Mm -hmm. Nah. Turns yeah, out he, he just didn't know everything. Yeah, he was just, he, he was literally just doing his job. He's like, you know, I was going to stop him if they're doing this. Village yeah. of cannibals. I mean, his... His initial job was to just go to places and find able bodies to, like, join him in the, the like, army or military or, or whatever they were building up. And then he went there and was like, this is a place full of freaks. <laughs> we have to, <laughs> we have to kill everyone here. <laughs> These guys are, it turns out they're not good, dude. <laughs> like they're eating people. I don't know if yeah. you know this. I mean, frankly, if I went somewhere... <laughs> And I saw a bunch of cannibals that, you know, I wouldn't really want to associate with any of them, you know? Even though they had good good reason to. I mean, they, you know, the whole Ice Age thing that's going on. If if they didn't do that, they would all be dead anyway. Those are some other characters that I would like to see more of too. Remember the girl with, uh, she was the one trying to initiate the whole tree thing, and like half of her face was a tree. You know, when you said it, I remembered it. But if you didn't say yeah. that before, I would not remember <laughs> it at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was the one that was. She had this whole plan, and like her whole thing was, uh, blessings aren't like tools. They're like actual real things that you can ask mm -hmm. for. And if you like manipulate uh, your prayers or whatever, you can get them. And I guess that was her way to actually build the tree, make it a whole thing. She died way too quickly as well. We saw her for like five chapters and then she got her head taken off by Son. I'd like to see more of her too and like how, how she got to where she was and uh, like how she used her, her, her blessings and stuff like that. But she was very much a radical when it came to her, her way of thinking in this world. It's not a bad thing. Sometimes it's good to have radical ideas. To show how extreme some could be. It's a great way. And so the, the, the Ice Witch was a real person or not? No, it was just the Ice Age, dude. Okay, yeah. Because there was... I don't remember who said that they were the Ice Witch, and they were talking to uh, Judah, I think. Mm -hmm. Back when we first saw it, and, and she was like, I'm the Ice Witch, I did this stuff. But, you know, I guess not. She obviously wasn't. She was just, I don't know, trying to use that story to get some power or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. Like, uh, the Star Wars film lady, is a, like, she's older than anyone in the main cast, really. Yeah, because she was around when films were around. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because she has her. It's like part of her regeneration, right? Yeah, After she just has like lived forever or like yeah. four hundred years or something crazy. Exactly. So like she she just wants to like she 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 knows everything's like an ice age and everything. Yeah. And she's oh just yeah like, yeah. 
because I remember her. I remember uh, her like talking to Agni, and remember in the beginning, Agni told his sister that that he remembers when you could still like swim and stuff like that, which would obviously be before the ice age. Mm-hmm. And then you find out later that he was lying; <laughs> he, he wasn't even close to being around at that time. But then, mm-hmm. yeah, then she comes around. And she's like, "No, I actually was. I actually was here when, uh, right before the ice age hit." She's a very relatable character. I mean, her favorite actor is Tom Cruise. I don't know what to say. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember reading that, yeah. She likes Star Wars, likes Tom Cruise. I mean, you know, pretty pretty normal. Again, Tom Cruise is an actor, I will say. Great actor. I don't have anything to speak about in his actual public relations. Yep, sure. Mission Impossible is a good franchise. It is a good franchise. And he does all his stunts. That's crazy. (laughs) He's crazy. (laughs) He makes them work. I mean, you know, it's like, yeah. I remember there was a, there was a scene in one of the newest Mission Impossibles where he actually like hurt himself. He like twisted his ankle or something. Like, like during, like like, doing a stunt, like them actually rolling and stuff. And they, they kept that take as the one to show in the movie because it was, it was perfect. So I guess like, at the, I think he jumped from like one one roof to another or something like that. And classic, uh, classic move. In in the scene in the movie, you can actually see like as he lands, he's he like stumbles a little bit and he's like a little slow to get off. I was like, yeah, that is that is the take they used. It's like a, I think he had these some like helicopter stunts as well. Yeah, like hanging from helicopters. It's like, are you? Who pay? I understand who pays him for this, but it's like he's faking it anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's he's crazy. He must yeah, be some he... type of adrenaline junkie. Oh yeah, definitely has <laughs> to be. He did the he did the one thing um, where he was actually hanging off of a like a a seven forty seven airplane. Yeah, yeah, he was, like, yeah, yeah, out yeah, the window. Yeah, yeah, that was that was another one of the Mission Impossible movies. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and they were like. Tom, no, <laughs> you can't do this. I mean, you got a parachute, but still, my guy. <laughs> yeah. Never want to be outside the plane. You always want to be inside the plane. Inside's nice, dude. They have like a uh, free peanuts. Yeah. Have you been to Five Guys? No. All right. I, well, I do well, want to go to Five Guys. Well, in Five Guys, they have. Uh, they have free peanuts. For really? And, yeah, yeah. And you can, and they have like cups, and you can just take a cup, and then you like scoop, uh, scoop in the big box of peanuts, and you eat peanuts. Like the ones you gotta, you gotta like crack and open. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, okay. Yeah. Like, I was thinking those peanuts. I just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. And just free peanuts. It's like, I was like, man. I was like, who would just have like the small little peanuts that you can just go in a cup yeah, and take? Yeah. Are they like boiled peanuts or just like normal peanuts? Uh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you mean. They have boiled peanuts. That's a thing. People can look I've, that up. I've never heard boiled of them. peanuts. I think it's a, it's a southern thing, really. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just like make them softer. Like the shells are softer, and like you, because they boil oh, them, like you can have like okay. they can, like they're like they can have like salt in there. It's like they're yeah. like pre-salted nuts or whatever. Yeah. Like they put like uh, like they can like make them spicy or like sweet or like honey and like but, but yeah, like, you get a feel for it. How do they get salt in the peanut shell? Well, like because like the. The, the, they have them boiling in like a water mm. that has like the salt mixed in. 
So this um, all just gets absorbed into it. Have you ever made corn? Corn on the boiled cob. corn or grilled corn? Grilled corn. Grilled corn. Grilled corn and I boiled corn. Okay. Okay. I don't have anywhere to go with that. That's that's cool. I like corn. Corn is great, by the way. Corn's one of the best vegetables. My brother would disagree on that. He would be well, like, "Corn wrong. is, you know, he he's wrong." I told him many times he's wrong about it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, "Corn like has of... no value, dude." Nah, he's but wrong. He's right when he says corn has no value. Like nah. I'm like, yeah, of course. Like nutritionally, it's a garbage. Like it does nothing for you; it just goes right through. But I'm like, but like eating corn is like delicious. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Like corn is one of those foods that it can be sweet, it can be like salty, like mm-hmm. it somehow has like that mix, and it's like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. You put a little butter on it, you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> What's the uh, Macho Man Randy Savage? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll be like Kool Aid Man, dude. Oh yeah, Kool Aid, <laughs> yeah. That was it. Okay, off topic, but slightly on topic, dude. Sure. Apparently, Rooster Teeth Chris Damaris eats cobs. He just sucks on cobs. That's gross. He sucks on cobs. Like, already eaten corn, the cob, he'll just suck on the cob. Nah, that's weird. Why? Once again, proving that he's a freak of nature. No, 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 no. <laughs> He also drinks cold soup. Yeah, again, a freak. Yeah. The actual freak. Now, see, now, warm soup. If you put, like, warm <laughs> soup in, like, a cup, you know what I mean? And it's not, like, chunky soup, maybe. I, I, you know, I know that there's, like, supposed to be soups that are chilled, right? That you eat, they're, like, supposed to be eaten cold. Oh but yeah, like, I, um, you know that he's not doing it. He's eating like soup that's supposed to be warm. Yeah, cold. <laughs> Gazpacho soup is supposed to be cold, right? I think so. That sounds I'm, right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's like a it's like a cold tomato soup, basically. That sounds correct. Which is gross, by the way, because I I've had tomato soup, and when tomato soup gets cold, not good anymore. Tastes weird. They must have something in it to like make it better than what it is yeah. normally when it's Ice cold. Cubes. Yeah, honestly, dude, that you're basically just like drinking like a V8, dude. Yeah. Oh, no. I like V8. No, I don't. No. I'm, like, I'm like, hate. I like V8, dude. I like the the like fruit and vegetable V8. You know, you know the ones that taste like. Those are still good vegetables. by my opinion. What? I like both. I mean, I just yeah. it's, like, it's hard for me to disagree. No. Nah. I'll just say something after that. Um, have you ever put ice cubes in soup before? This is a real question. I have, yes. When okay. like the soup's like super hot, dude. Yes. And I just want to eat it immediately, dude. I'll mm-hmm. take an ice cube and toss it in there, stir it around a bit. Be like, is it cold enough now to eat? Nope. We take a couple more <laughs> ice cubes, we put it in. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. this is good. But that's like nowadays though, I don't do it only because I'm so lazy. I'll rather just wait for it. Oh yeah, same, same. Yeah. I'll be like, but like if I'm ever like super hungry, dude, I can already I know I'll do it, dude. I'll be like, just toss them in, dude. We got this. <laughs> I like the idea of you, of you having soup, right? And, and and it's just a bowl of soup. It's really hot, you know. It's like it's like a cartoon. You can see the the little steam, you know what I mean, whatever. And 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 you're just like, it's too hot. So you just take a full tray of ice cubes and you just like you just crack the whole thing. Over the soup. <laughs> but, eat it. Now I need more soup, dude. <laughs> more soup. Um, have you seen these things? Uh, it's like little plastic balls, right? And you put them in the freezer, and it's like reusable ice cubes, basically. Yeah. Have you ever used those? 
No. Right. I, I do like the like ice cube sphere, the ice sphere. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The mm-hmm. ones that you can buy, like the mold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One because they look so cool. Like like you can get apparently get them like clear. I'm like clear, yeah. dude. You can get them clear. But then like the question is how do you get clear ice though? Like how can you guarantee you get clear ice? Well, apparently if you use like distilled water. Mm-hmm. You get clear ice because, like, because like the reason that it gets frosty is because like water's impure. You know, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of like other stuff in water, especially in like Schenectady water. You know what I mean? You yeah, got a lot of fluoride in our water. <laughs> yeah, it cleans your teeth though. It does right or no? Yeah. I mean, it keeps. I guess it strengthens your enamel. Yeah, sure does. So. Is uh, is Fire Punch ever gonna get anime? I think no. I think Chainsaw Man is going to get an anime. Yeah, that's the author's next work. I think that one's gonna get an anime. Okay. Mm-hmm. How closely do you follow authors for for manga? Somewhat closely. It depends. Like yeah. I I try to keep a tab on like all the ones I've read or like know or heard of their works. Mm-hmm. But I know the author of Bleach his one was it's coming out i think like the one shot let me just find the name of it real quick because it's been so long burn the witch is like the creator of like bleach kubo tite or kubo tight i don't know how you say his name okay so it's it's the manga that he was supposed to release he released like the one shot a while ago so long ago and the anime for that is going to be out and then the manga production is going to start up as well I was just waiting for him to come up with it because it's been so long. But Burn the Witch had a good concept. I completely forget what it was. But like, yeah, man. When I read it, I was like, can't wait for this to come out. Hmm. It's not that he's a bad author. It's literally that Jump told him, you got to finish it now. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I told you, you gave, you gave me two or three weeks, dude. It's like, no, you just got to finish it now, dude. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> I imagine that, that working for one of those big companies has got to be stressful. I mean, like, think like you like they got a team of redrawers, okay, yeah. to help them as well, and then they got to make at least like normal chapter length. You're talking like 20, 30 chapter, twenty thirty pages, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's a normal chapter. Length. But then, like, let's say you got like a really big chapter, dude. You're talking like 50, 60 pages. <laughs> let's say you're talking like double side, double pages, like entire length pages. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then like sometimes for those pages, you got to go detailed as possible. Like the spreads are just ridiculous. Mm. And then, like, you know, if your popularity is too low, well, you got to try to get the popularity back up. That's what happened with Bleach. It's like you're too unpopular right now. Your numbers yeah, aren't as high as they were. Yeah. Yeah. It's like your numbers weren't as high. So we're going to cut you early. Mm-hmm. We told you this much time, but we're going to cut you early. The numbers are too low. <laughs> I mean, he was, you, you could have just gave him three weeks, dude. He, he, he's literally leaving in like three weeks. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand that from like a business perspective, it's like, you're not helping us sell this manga anymore. Your popularity rankings are pretty low. However, it's also on the contrary, though, that, like, if you say final chapter, you know people are about to pick this up. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> didn't, um... Some, some big manga just had its last chapter. Was it, was it Demon Slayer just had its last chapter? Demon Slayer just had their last chapter. I have yeah, not read yeah, it. Yeah. I have not caught up with Demon Slayer. Yeah, I haven't read honest, Demon Slayer yet. Demon Slayer? I'm about as far as what's in the anime, so... Mm-hmm. 
I think I just started Hell Train, and then people are going to be like, wow, you just started Hell Train? That's so old. Like, that movie's coming out. Yeah, I know the movie's coming mm-hmm. out. I have not been feel like keeping up with Demon Slayer. I should, but, like... Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> so, Ray, moving on, I I started another manga as well. Oh, that's good. Well I, well, I guess Fire Punch, I finished it, but... And you enjoyed it. What, what do you think about it out of a 10? Oh yeah, um, probably give it like, like an eight, probably solid eight. I, I have to go that... reread it to get my thoughts again. I gave it a ten, cause I, I don't know, man. I was like, what was I feeling when I was reading that? It was just like, it was just fresh and new to me. If I give yeah, it a reread, I'll probably give it a nine. I'm not gonna lie about it. Definitely. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. Fire Punch is probably one of my favorite manga I've read so far. I mean, I haven't read that many, so I don't really have have a whole lot to put it up against. But I, I try to give you like stuff that's already done, so you can kind of like yeah. Or yeah, if yeah. like if it's going, I try to give you stuff that at least comes out like on a somewhat good basis. Yeah, and it's like light and short, so you can stay with it. Mm. Try try to at least feed you stuff like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, an eight. I mean, I think I think the ending was weird. I don't think the ending was bad. You know what I mean? But I. I it wasn't exactly what I wanted the ending to be. And uh I don't know. Eight's good, I think. I think it's fine. You know? It's it's just like you know, it's an experience. I recommend anyone to like would be thinking of something to read. It's a little bit like different. Yeah. And if you're okay with some of the themes in there, then yeah, sure pick up Fire Punch. It's also Fire not... Punch has some it has some weird like sexual themes as well as some violent themes. It does, yeah. It yeah. Does. So if you're okay with like that type of you know, going into it like that. It's nothing like Devil May Cry, baby. But you have to be yeah. okay with going into it. <laughs> it's also not. It, it's also not that long. It's like seventy chapters or something like that. It's pretty condensed, and like yeah. it gives a full story throughout that. You know, you oh, feel yeah, that you've come a long way. Yeah. Um, side note: before I talk about the other manga I, I started, um, I now get, I now understand your Chihuahua Spy Family reference from last episode. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I read that chapter and I was like, that's what Ray was talking about. <laughs> like knowledge is a small chihuahua, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I don't remember who it was. The the like brother was like, What? What are you what are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> um <clears throat> He's like, he's like, I quit. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> you're you you're 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 uh, hopeless. That's what <laughs> <You> walked away. <laughs> to be fair though, she didn't fail any of the tests. Spoilers, by the way, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever, it doesn't matter. No one really cares. But she, she, she passed with like thirties, my yeah, dude. Thirties. Like <laughs> I don't know what the UK grading system is. Let me hit you with this one. But like, and then, and then your was like, yeah, but if you add up all the numbers, that's like a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, that's that's not how that works. You can't you can't do that. So good, dude. And she's so smug that she passed. She's like, she is, yeah. She's like, I'm so smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I started Act Age off of another one of your recommendations. I, th- I think I sent the the text message as well that Act Age is also getting yeah. an anime adaptation. Yeah, yeah, it's getting an anime. It adaptation. deserves it, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So, spoilers for the first. You know, I'm up to like 20 something chapters right now mm-hmm. um so yeah spoilers for first 20 so chapters of act age yeah it's pretty good um for for reference for you ray 
I just finished. They just finished filming the Death Island movie. And, First movie done. That's yeah, nice. and ended with the scene of them uh, on the beach with fireworks, and everyone was signing her shirt, which which was funny. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, this is good manga so far. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, her whole crazy deep method acting thing is crazy. Mm-hmm. With her like, uh, I don't know, her just you know everyone else like not understanding it you know and like how can you not play this character because you know you have to like feel it you have to have experienced it uh but i mean she she out she out acts pretty much everyone with with everything she's in you know you know because of this even with her auditions uh when they had where they're uh washed up ashore of the of a of an island and you got the four the four people they're in teams that's how they audition i guess and uh then they have to get from you just washed up on a desert island to you're not to kill each other in five minutes and the other three actors playing the scene as an actor should you know doing a pretty good job but then yonagi coming in and being like no let's say how we're doing it you know uh her first thing to disrupt their entire flow was questioning how they know if this island is even deserted which i thought was really cool because of course if you just washed up on an island you wouldn't immediately assume that this island is deserted like there's no one on it you haven't even looked around or anything like that mm-hmm. and the only reason that the the other three played the scene like it was a deserted island be- is because they're actors and they were given a script you mm-hmm. know they were but, told this is a deserted yeah. island yeah yeah because the, the director was like hey also this is a, a deserted island but then yonagi actually you know putting herself like this is real life she's like i don't know why we're just all assuming this that's really like that that's just one example of how she just i don't know gets like enveloped in the thing she's in which obviously sometimes it's very good and very bad for the people around her great it's great uh, good news is twenty chapters. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're that's like the taste. I'd say it's like you like finally getting it. Like that's like you know yeah. the first bunch that you get. It's like yeah, this is the first arc. Yeah, yeah. But, I I really liked it. I like the um the dynamic between her and Chiyuko, the angel. So good. Right? So good. Because, She's, they're both wonderful characters for different reasons. Yeah, so good. I love when she finally breaks her mask. It's like they're both rivals and they both appreciate each other, but they, they also want to be better than the other and they also yeah. it's a weird like hate love relationship going on there. It's like Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah man. I mean so, you know I Pikachu mean, just wants to beat up Ash sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in the beginning. My man fried him on a bicycle. I don't know what to say. Yeah. I Misty mean, was I mean, like, you gotta pay for these damages. Yeah, he's like, I don't have any money. I don't know what you're doing. My Pikachu is sick, miss. We have to get to a center. <laughs> the Charmander's tail is going to go out. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. Say that, you know? Yeah, dude, it's great. It's a great run. I have not been caught up recently. I got to go back and uh, check what chapter I'm on. What a difference. 
Yeah, because in 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 total, I think there's like there's like 110 chapters, something like that. Yeah, I'm kind of deep, honestly. If that's the case. This is like 113, but like, let's check like chapter 85 and see if I've already read this. I don't know if we're going to, but I would like to see more of Jugo's character at some point. I don't know if we're ever going to revisit her again, but uh, I think that their dynamic was, was probably the most interesting dynamic between two characters we've seen so far. And them being like pretty much total opposites when it comes to their approach to acting was really cool to see and then them very much butting heads uh the entire production and uh the director even referring to his to yonagi as the bulldozer mm-hmm. because that's literally what she does she just owns a scene like how uh they were filming some kind of scene where they're running away from one of the other people you know trying to kill them as you do mm-hmm. and the director should have yelled cut right before they got to the cliff, but he didn't. So Yonagi was like, well, I mean, the scene's still going. So she jumped off the cliff and, and, and like the assistant director or whatever was like, what is she doing? You're not supposed to do that. We're supposed to cut, you know, go down, walk down there and then film a second scene and then stitch them together or whatever. And he was like, well, we did we, you know, I should have called cut, but we didn't. So let's just see what, just see what happens, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the other actors, followed after her also jumped off the cliff and uh yeah they were three was like three hours behind production that day but Mm -hmm. the scene was great scene was awesome first of all it's like yeah you could cut there or you could just have them jump (laughs) yeah or let me throw this other option at you (laughs) (laughs) it's like this makes it look like it's more real (laughs) they just jump because it is they literally jumped (laughs) To be fair, though, I mean, like, they could, that also could be a plan shot, but I mean, mm-hmm. to be fair, like, they weren't thinking about it. It's like a, no, they weren't like, you can plan that shot, really, you can just, like, get, like, a mat set up, you know, they jump, mm-hmm. you can land here, cut, we're good, now go to the next shot. Yeah. No, let's have the match, you just, like, jump and, like, hurt themselves and, like, keep going from here. Mm-hmm. You twisted your ankle, keep running. <laughs> keep going. We don't have time for this. <laughs> that was like, a Juco was, like, Listen, you, you can get injured, but you can't hurt your face. You know? If you get injured mm-hmm. anywhere else, we can always redo the take, but if you hurt your face, it's over. Fact. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just remembered like I just remembered like all the arcs, dude. As you just as you were saying stuff and I was like Yeah. I was like I was like acting is pretty good, dude. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like like this came back really easy compared to Fire Punch right there. Like I was yeah. like, yikes, dude! I was like, Act Age is like spot on on what it does. I, I like Act Age a lot so far. You know, we'll see how it goes. Of course, it's like the arc I was on before this was pretty good. I'm on another arc right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are, I'll say, they're plays. They're not gonna be movies. Okay. What I'm doing right now, it's so like we like play arcs now, I guess. Well, I think the one where I'm I'm about to go into is a play because it kind of ends on like a cliffhanger sort of kind of mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, uh, Yonagi's next uh, mission is now on the stage or whatever. Yeah, like, I just remember, like, you're going to go. It's so good. It's so good. I can't say anything. You just got to read it. 
yeah, it's super good. It's her character, Yonagi, and like the growth of it, I guess. Because you can't just have her like not grow. She grows yeah. as an actor, she grows as a character. And that's what makes her like do the method acting. She has to grow. Like that's what makes her the method actor. Yeah. It's about growth. I mean, yeah, I'd like uh there's multiple times in this in this manga where people are kind of watching her act or whatever, and they make the comment of her learning acting in a very unorthodox way. Where she's almost learning how to act backwards, you know, where she, you know, at first she has no idea how to play a character she's never lived before, and then and then later she has to learn uh, how the cameras see her, you know, and not just from her own uh, first person point of view. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. which is crazy because like those two things are probably two of the first things you learn as an actor is like where to stand what people see you and then you Mm -hmm. know how to play a character that's kind of what acting is she does it so wonderfully and it's like she always has to relate it to herself which is a part of that makes that motivation Mm -hmm. wonderful to see yeah i mean when they were when when she was auditioning for something it was like it was like her very first audition and, it was like one of the commercials, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, there was a bunch of actors in the room or whatever, you know, of course, wanting to get the part or whatever. And they threw a scene at them that was a a feral dog is now attacking you, you know? And Yonagi at first had no idea what to do. She's like, I've never been attacked by a dog before. I don't, I don't know how to act. But then she, again, related to herself by imagining that this dog is attacking not only her but her her siblings mm-hmm. and then with that she has an amazing performance where she acts like the dog like bit her arm and then she like body slams it and starts punching it mm-hmm. which was kind of funny yeah and but but then her her take on the scene was the best out of everyone because mm-hmm. it was real you know it she wasn't goes hard, people... she yeah goes hard. yeah definitely it's like again i think another quote that they pull up is that her acting is very what they consider dangerous as well oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. they're like, like this is a dangerous type of acting mm-hmm. yeah yeah there's, there's a ton of people that are uh advising her manager i don't remember his name but uh to like be careful with her and like maybe maybe just don't <laughs> uh well it's like, take her on yeah that is like she can like make her break the world you know what i mean yeah yeah it's like she'll either be like the biggest thing ever or like a flop it's like you're betting on this right now yeah yeah Mm-hmm. I mean, so far, pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. there was there was that one, there was that one, like job she got though, where where she was supposed to be an extra, and she did not get that part <laughs> because yeah, she, she she's too she's too much for an extra. Yeah, she mm-hmm. she like kicked the the dude, just like wrecked him <laughs> in the scene. Mm-hmm. She was not supposed to do that, and then later, she was being afraid too good like her the 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 scene she was she was stealing it away from the actual <laughs> the actual yeah. stuff in the foreground that was happening mm-hmm. and yeah she's she's just too good you know mm-hmm. she even almost almost killed one of her fellow actors in the Dead Dead Island. Island. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah she like ripped off a piece of the set and was gonna <laughs> was gonna hit him with <laughs> yeah yeah she she goes hard it's great wonderful yeah, it's great. It's great manga. Yeah, it's getting an anime, so that, that's cool. 
the sad thing is when it's getting anime, I know it's gonna end at Death Island, dude. So it's like Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. It's it's like ah, it's like oh ah, you're gonna end at Death Island, dude? That's <laughs> that's it's like there's so much more. Unless they make it two arcs, twenty-four episodes, but they're not going to. They're gonna make it twelve. Yeah. It's like I ah. mean, hopefully hopefully it does well enough and they you know we're able to do multiple seasons again like the potential for the show to pog off into an anime mm-hmm. is too high however this can easily be screwed up though that's the thing oh yeah definitely it's it's like this is the this anime has to be like literally everything has to be perfect with it or like this will not pass at all and no one will want to watch this <laughs> yeah it, the music quality has to be on point. The animation has to be on point. They have to be able to get good voice actors to be able to emulate what's happening. It's like oh, yeah. everything has to be good. I mean, it's like, I'm, I mean, especially with it being an acting and or yeah, acting yeah. anime. You know, what was the anime anime? I forgot the name already. The anime anime. Yeah. Uh, are you talking about? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Shirobako. Yeah, you see, like, everything has to be on point. It has to be somewhat realistic, you know what I mean? True, Baku is great. It has to, like, have some sense of something there, you know? Yeah. It's like, if it, without that sense, it's going to be utterly trashed, you know? Everything's you know like, what it? is this? I don't, it just got announced, so no one knows what's happening okay. right now. No one knows the deal, no one knows the studio. It could be, it could be 24, but most likely it's going to be 12. So, like, I'm passing it under as 12 right now. Is there it a can't studio, be a weird show. Is there a studio that you would want to do it? Legit, I can't say that, dude. That's hard. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, at this point, I have to say voice actors are prior. If anything, I'm thinking about the studio that maybe did your line April. Okay. Could be a great hit for this. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. They they already have good musical composition on their side to be able to pull that off. And they have decent cinema. Their shots are done well. They know how to do it well. And they have great... Uh, the animation's fluid. It works. I'm saying. So they can pull it off. Yeah, I think that if if we just get a studio that really cares, mm-hmm. you know, and actually reads the manga, <laughs> it's like you know, a studio that I, actually has like the best of the 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 you know manga in mind, that this could actually yeah. pog off into oblivion. Yeah, it's like I think Studio Orange is actually one of my favorite studios right now, but they're only doing CG, so I can't recommend them for Act Age. What is what is Studio Orange done? They're the ones who did a uh, Land of Lustrous and uh, B Stars. Oh yes, yes. Like they're pretty good. I can't complain. No complaints there. Okay, so using that, I watched. <laughs> I watched all of B Stars. Oh, how was B Stars? Dude, it was so good. It was so great. How does it feel to join the world of furries? Uh, you know, <laughs> it's it's a thing. <laughs> how, how did it feel in episode two when like you saw Haru oh. naked? <laughs> was that episode two? <laughs> Believe so. End of episode. This is very early. It's end of episode two, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Um That was a joke. It wasn't supposed to be answered. Yeah, yeah. Uh is wonderful. It's great. It's beautiful. It's everything Zootopia wanted to do if it was an adult setting. Yeah. If if it wasn't a Disney film. <laughs> if it was not a Disney film, this is what Zootopia would be. And it's wonderful and beautiful. It took a couple of turns that I didn't expect. Like uh Towards the end, where there was just uh, the whole black market thing. Oh, the anime kind of pogs off towards the end in comparison to the manga, so I have to explain stuff. So you yeah. finished all of it, right? Yeah. Okay, so this is going to have anime and manga spoilers. Okay. Pre warned, so, obviously. <laughs> um, 
Okay. So the ending is thoughts on ending. So it's basically what's the main character's name again? Legosi. Okay. Legosi. He's like, man, Haru got kidnapped. Can't be having that. By the by the whatever, the like the Shinsengumi. Yeah. Lion the, the line the lion gang. You can call him lion yeah. gang. Um gets kidnapped by them. We're like, oh man, can't have that. So he goes he goes to try to find him and he eventually does. And he 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 gets the inner wolf powers, you know, is able to mess this one Pog dude up. up. Yeah, but oh man, he's not he's not that good. He's 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 not quite there. So then, Panda comes in. Your boy comes in and just wrecks shop <laughs> with him. So they're going up. You know, it's it's basically a video game at this point. They're going up the tower. They're they're defeating the lions. Taking out the floors. They're like, this is easy, yeah, dude. Where's the yeah. boss? The one lion. Punches the panda right in the nose. Apparently, pandas are very sensitive in the nose and the mouth. They got that big nose for a reason, dude. Yeah. So, man, that's uh, for for a moment. I'm like, man, panda might die. He might die. It'd be really sad. Panda's too um, clean, though. Yeah. Um. So he goes up to the top, and and this caught me off guard. Um. I don't know how it happened in the manga, but in the anime, uh, we cut to Haru, you know, captured, of course, mm-hmm. and she's like writing her will. You know, basically being like, "Hey, I'm I'm about to die. Like, I'm a rabbit who's going to die. Yeah. I'm writing this because he told me to." <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Legacy comes out, reaches for her hand, is like, "Hey, you good? You okay? Everything okay?" And then she's like, "Whoa, why are you here?" And then it cuts to reality. Apparently, that wasn't really happening, which I didn't know, because in reality, she's uh still just in the room, kidnapped by by the one headline, the main line, you know, Mufasa. And uh, and she's uh, about to get. Oh no, he's trying to scare her because he says like blood, uh, blood rush makes the meat taste better or something. Yeah, it's uh, so, the muscles like the blood flowing, the meat gets richer and yeah. all that stuff. And 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 she has like a, a like Jimmy Neutron brain blast right where she's like, hey, uh, I'm I'm ready to die, so it's all good. So. I'm not she's gonna stay like, here. She's like, I've been waiting for this my entire life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, she's like, I'm not gonna be scared. I'm, I'm not gonna give you blood meat, right? So you're just gonna have to live with eating uh, bad tasting meat. And he's like, I can't have that. I'm gonna have to turn it up. So then he like attacks her and gets her scared again. It's like, oh no, it's, it's awful. And then this is when Legacy actually comes in, busts through the, the doors, <laughs> and the uh, hero. Yeah, your guy. Uh, and then yeah, and then he he fights the the lion. He's he he still sucks. He's not he's not as good as he thinks he is. And then he turns to Haru and he's like, "Uh, you might want to close your eyes. You know, I don't I don't want you to see this part of me." And then he goes, you know, he goes into Power Ranger Megazord, and uh, <laughs> he gets the red eyes. And then he he kills the lion in like two seconds. It's all it took was two seconds of, you know, Power Ranger. Uh, fluid in his body and uh then it ends very nice i guess with him reaching his hand out to her and she takes it it's like oh man it's it's all good and then there's like an epilogue <laughs> where um, <laughs> where he wants to he wants to be with her right and mm-hmm. she like runs away from him she's like oh no we can't be together it's not it's not natural you know there's no telling that you'll not eat me or something and then he's like, no, I won't do that. And then they end on like a shot of them looking out onto the city. And and he's like, uh, 
I'll, I'll, I'll grow. I'll, I'll fight my instincts and I'll uh, defy society or whatever. And then they hold hands and then the episode ends. Did they show anything with Lewis in the ending? Question mark. Um, Lewis, he, he kills the main lion. Okay. He like puts a gun in his mouth. And, you know, because with his whole thing, he, he's a very interesting character. Um, Lewis, Lewis maybe one of the better characters, honestly. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we see any part of him in the in the epilogue little sequence. Because I know he he puts a gun in his mouth, and I'm pretty sure he kills him. I don't know if we see it or not, but I'm assuming he does. And then, yeah, I don't think we see anything after that. Okay, uh, so like Lewis is like the pog off dude. Okay, he's he's the one who's like you're supposed to be really watching. Mm-hmm. You watch Logo see all the time, so you have an idea of what he's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where's that like his side of the story? Everyone should be looking at Lewis when they're like, what? When you're going back through B stars, at least, okay, keep an eye on Lewis. See what he's doing because he, he's he's doing things like behind the scenes. But he 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 has like his like, you, you know his agenda. You know he's like he wants to be the B star. He's yeah. like, let me get everything settled here. Uh, acting's fine. He wants the acting club to be good. He's like, this is this is what we got to do. It's all like going well. He, he has his own plans. He's trying to keep everything fluid. Him and like he has like this weird love hate relationship with Lugosi. He's like Lugosi. He's like, kill me. And Lugosi actually turns up, he's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> this is not what we signed up for. I was yeah. joking. It was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> Here's a very cool backstory. When we finally see it in like the third to last episode. Oh, yeah. Um, he was like slave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chained him up in like the, the back alley. Yep. The black market. Yeah. Yeah, like I... And like his, his dad just adopted him and saved them. Yeah. He's like, I don't care if you're not blood related to me. You're still my son. He, um... <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of times where I where I hate him, <laughs> where like mm-hmm. he's just getting in the way, and I'm like, oh, I don't. But like overall, you you understand why he why he's doing the things he's doing, and uh, I don't know. I think the whole carnivore herbivore thing is a very interesting dynamic that that we have in this world, mm-hmm. where they are kind of always at odds with each other, and like there are special rules for carnivores that they're. Things are not supposed to do, you know, things like that. Yeah, that's so. where the back alley market exists. Mm-hmm. That's why you have, uh, you know, that's why there's like certain like protein rich vegetarian foods yep. for carnivores to imitate meat. Yep. It's like that's what they're eating most of the time. That um, that scene between Bill and Legacy in, mm-hmm. in 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 the play. Oh yeah. Was crazy. With uh. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Imagine being Jack watching everything happening. Jack's sitting down watching the play. Yeah. He's watching him go at it, and it's like, Lugosi, no, I told you no, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't do it. <laughs> I told you no, why are you doing it? <laughs> but then it's the, it's the same thing where Lewis comes in and kind of uh, calms everything down. It's like, hey, you go over there. I, I know what you did. You, you took, like, rabbit blood drugs or something, mm-hmm. so you better go sit down. <laughs> you got roided yeah. out of his mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like there's like this one scene that they did cut from the manga when they made into the anime. It's uh another scene where they show Lewis having his gun earlier, or he where like uh where Bill and him are in like the locker room or whatever, mm-hmm. and Bill's about to like attack him and he pulls up the gun and puts it in Bill's mouth. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because they have like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. They're like rivalry or whatever. Yeah, where Bill kind of yeah. wants to be in charge. Oh yeah, he does definitely. Mm-hmm. 
So Lewis puts the gun in Bill's mouth and like b- puts him in his place. Obviously, like at that point, you're like Lewis. How do you get a gun? And like guns are in this world. That's crazy. <laughs> it's like yeah. Turns out they are. They're in this world, dude. That's crazy. I think it's better in the anime not showing that, showing like nothing. Mm. At the very end, you see Lewis pull out his gun. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you do. Like, what is this? <laughs> it's like, but yeah, Lu- Lewis is a uh, he. He will. He has his own thing going on for season two, I guess. Because I'm assuming it's getting a second season. It's so oh, good. It better. it better get a second season. It's like Land of Lusters, dude. So good. I can't believe Lana Lustrous doesn't have a second season. It should, dude. And, like, who's the best girl again? I don't know. I don't. I, I, I actually don't remember too much. The, the answer is Diamond every time. Diamond? <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Diamond's great. She's just living life, you know, trying to help everyone out. The answer is Diamond every time. I'm sorry. A Land Lustrous fan. Okay, Land Lustrous is, like, a different thing. I'm not going to talk about the manga because the manga is crazy. Like, Land Lushes, like when you first start out, it's like, man, this is like, you know, this is chill. I'm like, what? So, this is also heading into Sports for Land Lushes right now, real quick. So sure, this, yeah. is a side, this is a sidestep into Studio Orange only because of the B Stars. Yep. The only reason why this is ever relevant. This would not be relevant if it was not Studio Orange doing both. Uh, Studio Orange, by the way, uh, I determined that they do the best 3D animation out of anyone they ever. Are monsters at 3D? It's kind of ridiculous how good they yeah. are. <laughs> like, I was. There were so many times where I was watching B stars and I was just like, "This is so good," you know. And you don't you don't feel like it looks ugly or like it looks like jarring at times. It yeah, just looks yeah, good. yeah. Like they they somehow have it so smooth. Like it's not stuttery. You know, it's not like oh well, we did it in twelve frames because like no, nah, it looks great. It's it's like and then like you can like Land of Luscious I think shows off their power with animation more only because B stars is like less. There's less work needing to animate B stars. Land Luscious has like. The weird, like, symmetry and flowing and, like, liquid animations that go into it where it just all has to be, like, so correct for it to be pulled off. But, like, I think that they... 3D animation is something that they just know how to do and they know how to do it well. Yeah, something, oh, definitely. They're, they're too good. Too good. Do you know what their next project is? Have they, like, I don't said know. anything? I am definitely looking forward to it, though. I will say that. Whatever they're doing, I'm on. Let me, you know, let's, let's do a mouse search as well. B, B oh. stars and Land of the Lustrous turns out same universe. Turns it's out not. they're different pogs. They're not. They're not. It's not, yeah. that, it's not how it works. Um, but Land of the Lustrous, I forgot how it already. How did it end for season one? Oh man. Um, like uh, you have like Antarctite dying. Sure. And you have her getting the gold to fill her body. That wasn't the last episode, though. I think that was, like, third to last, maybe? Yeah. I'm actually going to look at the anime for that as well, just to find out. I was, that was also, you know, while you're looking that up, that was also really cool. The, like, whole gold thing and, like, her having these powers, kind of, and that was dope. Lily Lustrous is another one that, lots of twists and turns that I didn't expect. Lily Lustrous is, like, one of the shows, is like, the, literally the meaning of the show is be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Where, like, uh, Foss wishes to be, like, greater than what she is. You know what I mean? She's always oh, looked yeah. down upon for, like, being, like, the weakest gem. She so she wishes to be, like, stronger. She wishes to be, like, a fighter. And as it develops, like, she's getting, like, what she wants, but it's just not turning out the way she expected it to. Mm-hmm. 
and she's like the like again like the way the show the shows it as well. She's losing parts of herself. She loses her legs. She gets new legs made of the coral. <laughs> she, she does get new legs. <laughs> she she loses like her like you know. She has like her one true friend other than Cinnabar, you know, and like she loses that, and then like she now has the gold. So like, as time goes on, you know, she's like losing like everything, and it's, it's crazy how it develops from there. Okay, so like episode twelve is just her trying to decide that whether she wants to investigate uh the sensei or not. Where like she oh. learns the truth, where she's like, sensei could be lying to us, or is he? And she's deciding whether or not to investigate. And it ends on that cliffhanger. Right. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was a pretty good ending. It's like open ended. Kind of the whole time we have that kind of like B plot of the sensei of like, well, how does he know everything? Yeah. How does he know everything? Who is he? Like, is he a gem? And like, then you have like the the dog comes down and he's like, how is he friendly with this dog? I thought they were our enemies. Yeah. 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 (laughs) He's also like super crazy strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he, like one flick of just a little piece of his body is enough to like take it down. Because he's like has like his takes his body turns into shards. And he flicks mm-hmm. it and it like br- destroys everything. So it's like okay, how ridiculous is he really? When he's finding the Lunarians, anyway. Yeah, that's the last episode. And turns out their last work is B stars. I don't know if they're planning anything. So now I got to look up more stuff. Studio. Orange next work. Yeah, yeah, B Stars was last year, so I don't imagine them coming back <laughs> you know, like next season or anything like that, but I imagine probably end oh well with, with COVID, I can imagine mm-hmm. probably got a little slowed down, but I mean before that Land of the Lustrous was twenty seventeen. So you imagine probably in late 2020 or late this year or next year we'll mm-hmm. probably see more orange stuff whatever it is you know they're going to be at an online convention at cloud matsuri when is that i wonder why they didn't do a second season well, they probably because... could it just, like, you know depending they could just want uh, more source material but there's enough right now no i mean it for for uh land of the lustrous it had to be because amazon didn't think that the numbers were good enough could be because that was a that was a amazon prime exclusive streaming show or whatever and then they moved to netflix with b stars which is probably the smarter choice because i imagine more people Go to Netflix and Amazon Prime. Oh, Cloud Matsuri is today, and the, the Beast Star panel is now. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's actually dating the video. So hard. It's live Probably, on YouTube. I, I think of the panel, they better announce <laughs> season two. Is yeah, right now, the producer and director right now are just talking about it. They're live right now. You're, you're watching it right cool. now? I mean, like, like, I'm pulled up on my phone. Yeah. Nice. To pogging out. It was fun, dude. I, I Both were great works for different reasons. They both have... Like, and somehow they work with 3D. Like, Beastars could have been, you know, 2D animated. Could have been, yeah. Could, Land Lustrous could have been 2D animated. Yeah. I'll argue on both sides. I think that they look wonderful. 
<laughs> so I think specifically William Lushers, I would not have it any other way. Oh yeah, definitely. Like the B stars, oh. you could argue it's like oh, you know maybe, but like Land Lustrous, I would never say oh go to do two D. No, this looks too good. Mm-hmm. They they done too much to make it look this perfect. Does uh, Lewis doesn't get named a B star by the end of that, right? No, or, I mean by the end of you know the anime. Or where you know the anime is, yeah. No, the B star would be like you, you, uh, the B star is like supposed to be like the exemplary, you know, person in society. So, do you remember the 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 character Juno? Yes, she does a very relevant. Character. She had a huge flip for me. Where at the beginning I was like, oh, great, great character. We're gonna mm-hmm. somehow weave her into whatever's going on here. By the end, I was like, she's she's a little shady, you know. She's a little like using the you know the the things that come easy to her to kind of gain power you know because yeah, she like also she, wants to be a b-star she also wants to be star. Yeah, b-star is like a weird system where it's like a lot of people want to be the b-star because they're like if they're the b-star you know they're like you know they're like respected in society you yeah. know it comes with a lot of power and privilege you know mm-hmm. where like they, they they're looked upon as someone who like help people people want to help them you know a lot of power comes with that and especially for a carnivore being a B-star, you can just imagine it's like, you know, you're no longer in this position of, like, you don't have to be scared, you know? You know that, like, you will always be, like, you know, welcome for the most yeah. part. It's like... One of the things I thought was lazy was the mayor. What animal is the mayor? A lion. Oh. Mm-hmm. Of course he is. A lion, lion with teeth. Really, you know? not, not like, you know, like the herbivore teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah. He even talked about he had like what did he he spent like four million dollars. He spent a bunch of money just re like rearranging his teeth to get herbivore yeah. teeth so he can actually become the mayor. Yeah, so so it looks just like friendlier or whatever. Mm-hmm. So people would be like, oh, so people can... don't think he, he he can't bite people. Yeah, legitimately he can, yeah. but I mean like it's not gonna like hurt them or anything like a lot. It's gonna rip into them. It's gonna be like yeah, it's like, just like smile, yeah. We also never found out who killed Ten or Tem. The like, the like sheep dude. We saw his silhouette, which, which, every new carnivore character that got introduced, I was trying to like find uh, out who it could be. Yeah, I was like, oh, it doesn't look like him. Doesn't. Look... So yeah, we still haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, that's oh. gonna be an adventure for season two. An- another shot at the end, and I don't remember if we saw who this character was or not, but we saw. A, a like first person view of a of a student i guess or i mean i guess it could be a teacher but um they were in the school bathroom right and then they were looking into the trash can and there was like pills but like it was like a pill package so it was like that like clear thing where like pop out the the pills you know what i'm talking about and you know there weren't any pills in there because i think the person just took them i think that's what they're supposed to imply and mm-hmm. then it's like kind of swaying kind of foggy and then he walks out of the bathroom and then he meets up with Legacy, and Legacy is like, "Hey, man, come on, let's go," or whatever. And then Legacy walks, and the dude that we're in the perspective of doesn't move. And then Legacy looks back, and he's like, "Hey, you okay?" And then that, and that's all I remember. And I'm like, "Who was that guy? Like, what was he a character we already know? Like, why was it first person? Why did like what, what was that? You know?" 
answer's pretty simple. You know, it's first person because you're not supposed to know. Well, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. You're supposed to keep you guessing. You're like, who is this character? What is this point? Why is he taking pills? You know? Yeah. It's like, why was Legosi waiting for them? So obviously someone Legosi knows, someone he's close with. You know what I mean? My immediate thought was, was it Bill? Because, like, he, he obviously is known to take drugs. And he's obviously known to, uh, you know, he was... He was the one in the black market with them that was mm-hmm. totally cool with eating that dude's finger. Yeah, and then was Legacy was like, dude. we're not we're not doing that. We're, <laughs> we're not being a part of this. Stop paying to eat that old guy's finger, dude. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> also, when, think, think about this. It's kind of weird. It's like, yeah, they have human feet and arms, dude. They got like dude, toes. Yes. Dude, <laughs> I was, the, the first time that I was kind of a, like hyper aware <laughs> of that was when we saw um, like it's Lewis backstory could be a good one. Uh, not his backstory, just like his character. I remember mm-hmm. it was um, I think it was when he was breaking up the fight between Legacy and the other like two like uh, like cat characters, I guess in the in the lunch hall, the cafeteria mm-hmm. or whatever. And like and like Legacy was like, "Hey, don't fight" or whatever and whatever. And then Lewis came out and was like, "Hey, everyone, calm down." And he put his hand on legacy's shoulder <laughs> and i was like what? wait why does he have a human hand <laughs> at that point i was like yeah shouldn't he have like like a like a hoof or something like it's weird yeah, like, imagine you going through and you're like he has a, he has hands he's oh, a human my. hand it's weird yeah, and then after that, I just like became aware of everyone. Yeah, having like human hands and feet. I was like, this is this is weird. This is odd. It's an odd choice. I forget if the birds have human hands or not. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> so I think it's kind of funny. I'd assume they would. But, like, don't yeah, I don't know because or if like they... it's just like their feathers just like become a hand. I don't right, remember. Right. Dude. There is a bird character as as part of the stage crew with with mm-hmm. Legacy, but I don't remember seeing their hands. I don't know if they have them or not. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure like they also have talons too, do they? Or do they just have feet? Uh, see, I don't know because they're wearing shoes. Yeah. Oh. It's weird. You You'll know? never know, dude. It's odd. Beastars <laughs> uh, is great. Yeah, it's great, dude. It's awesome. Yeah, they got human hands, dude. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Some people want Lewis to touch them with it with his human hands. I want character to be like, "Ew, don't touch me!" <laughs> Gross. You look like a human. You <laughs> like a human. They don't have any any concept of what a human is, right? Like, it doesn't exist. I don't believe so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Well, I think this world is just like a. Yeah. It's also a weird thing because, like, you know, there's the whole carnivore versus herbivore thing, and like, oh, you know, there are problems or whatever. But it's also like kind of racism with like, yeah, it's oh, it's very subtle racism. Yeah, they're, they're tossing well, at you. like you're a wolf, so you you'd probably do this, or like, oh, you're you're a you know a, a, a whatever, mm-hmm. you're a ain't like how the, how the rabbits got like on Haru. Yeah. I hated that. That was like, oh, I wish like, all of them would just I, I am the I am the special rabbit. We are supposed to be together. Yeah. And it's like, uh, he came to me, though. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that argument where, yeah, where, where she's just like, I mean, it, it wasn't me. It wasn't my choice. I didn't, you know. So he, he came to me and I was like, sure. I mean, I don't know. Like, I didn't know you guys had something going on. He didn't tell me that. And it's like, yikes. <laughs> it's like, 
Sounds like your man has other issues. You yeah. say, dude. She's just garbage the whole time. You know, she's just like so entitled and so like, oh, look, look at me. But like, she, she doesn't do anything for herself, you know? Tara's a very interesting character to think about because like the only way she feels dominant is through her sexuality. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when we finally got her backstory of that as well. Mm-hmm. Where like you know her entire life she felt like less than and uh you know she was so fragile you know for not only being a rabbit but also being like a dwarf rabbit yeah yeah dwarf the rabbit. smallest of rabbits mm-hmm. and like uh even throughout life everyone would like always help her and like put on a fake smile because they thought of her as a baby mm-hmm. and then or she, less she than hated someone yeah. than herself you know yeah and she just like how how can I make it so people actually call me by my name <laughs> and not like, oh, here, kid, or whatever, you know? So, yeah. Like, it's like, it's very weird that, like, like it almost drove her, like, but, like, it's also like, it's like, bringed up in, like, when she's with the Lion Gang as well, mm-hmm. where, like, she says she's ready to die because she literally has nothing else that she feels, she feels powerless, really, yeah. all the time. So she's okay with accepting death. Yeah, she's really weird. Talk- but... She even talked to Legacy when they were in the train station, and then they were they were they were running away from from the uh, security because you know Legacy and her got into like a fight I guess or whatever, and then uh, she mentioned to Legacy about how she always feels one step away from death because that's just you know was her as they were before, but then also as just who she is, mm-hmm. you know. She's like a slight suicidal tendency that yeah, like little, she like she bit. brings up, and then you really see it in the Lion Gang where she's like, "Oh, well, this is just it." Yeah. It's like she's just speaking truthfully, which is why that, it was so powerful. Yeah. Hmm. Season two is gonna be great if they ever come out with it. You're gonna love well, it. Trust. They better. And if they don't, I'll just read the manga. It, it gets better, dude. It gets better and better. I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm caught up. I think on B stars. Like all caught up, it it just gets better. It's it's just one of those things where it's like, man, I can read the chapter and be like, that's great. And I even look at chapters where they don't focus on like Ghosty and Haru or mm-hmm. any of the main story. You know, like they, it's like let's jump to Bill real quick for this one chapter. Oh, Bill, how's Bill doing? And like another... the way the author does the work, it's like it just shows you a little bit more into the world of V Stars. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. another sense of the reality. It's like this is just another part of normal for them. Like what they're showing, what he's showing you, or like the author she, what she's showing you. Mm. And it's like, wow, that's crazy. Also, I think fun fact, I think the author of B Star is uh her father's also a manga art author as well. Oh, that's cool. And like she tried to keep that that really she tried to keep that hidden for like a long time. But obviously people were like you know, they're like, yo, uh yeah, Keisuke Itagaki's her father, and he's the guy who made Baki. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was she and hiding she, it because she didn't want anyone to think that she's just, she's just getting, like, uh, good or whatever because of, because yeah, of her parents? the relationship with him, and as yeah. well as like she didn't want it to be like anything like you know as well be like anything happening with that to like hurt him as well. But uh-huh. once it came out, there everyone's like, well, like if she's doing independently fine, you know, she's won awards for B stars by herself, yeah. like this is all independently hers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do. It's a different style of manga from what Baki is. You know, like, yeah, he's good at really doing what he's best at there, you know, really good action sequences and like intense, like human anatomy. And she's break, <laughs> she's broken that, you know, where she's like, yeah. well, this is more of a like surreal world. 
great characters, you know, different type of art style, but it all flows well and it feels really well done. So yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. It is when, when you were talking about like, uh, you know, some chapters, they don't focus on the main characters. Yeah. I think that's just goes to show how good it is because mm-hmm. they built a world that can exist outside of the, the main character, you know, and, mm-hmm. and still be interesting, you know? If you're interested that she also has like her like side manga mm-hmm. called Beast Complex, which is like stuff that takes place in the world, but again, not related. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll check it out. So yeah. It's like only six chapters, but it's still in the world though. So it feels know, good. Do you know how many chapters B Stars is? B Stars? Let's see right now it is. 177. Damn, that's a lot. But like I'll tell you where you ended, so. Yeah, I found this um back when I was getting uh into manga again, like I don't know, a few months ago or something like that. I looked up to see if there was any websites, and there is. There's a website that if you enter in an anime, it'll tell you where the anime ends in the manga. Okay. So let's let's, let's Google that know, real quick. B stars anime manga ending. Yeah, and it tells you exactly anime which chapter it is, and then it'll tell you, like, oh, maybe you should read this one just to get in, you know. And I was like, cool, because there's a, there's a ton of anime that I've seen that haven't gotten a second season yet, and most of them probably won't, just because that's how anime is, you know. It's like chapter forty seven, chapter forty eight, apparently is where they thought it would be. Yeah. I'm assuming that. Let me see if I can go to the actual manga and confirm. Mm. So, but then sometimes I imagine it's a little difficult to kind of. Uh, time that because you know sometimes mm-hmm. it's the like anime is like a little different than the manga so it's like oh mm-hmm. well it should end here but this didn't really happen in the anime so you know to be fair I will say w- at least what with me with predicting I'm usually correct on where things end at least yeah. in manga at this point mm-hmm. I've usually gotten it always on point where I'm like it's always gonna end on this arc specifically you yeah. know what I mean because like, this is just a good ending spot for it uh, I've gotten pretty good at timing. Even with Tower of God, I said this is legit only going to be season one of the webtoon. Nothing more, nothing less. What is this, dude? Did Juno <laughs> appear in the ending at all or no? In the ending? Yeah, I mean, okay, so as part of the epilogue, there was like music playing and there was like a little like montage of some characters. And I mean, all of that we saw of Juno was her at the festival and her like kind of sad. But then her maybe getting over it and then getting kind of happy again. And she was like staring at the the lantern or whatever. But I mean, like, we didn't really get her really. I mean, and then before that, all we saw was her uh, trying to rope Legacy into uh, some like award or something. And then her being like, oh, we should go light a candle on the thing. Because remember, if two people light a candle and put it in the whatever then they'll be together forever. And Legacy obviously <laughs> very much was trying to get out of that. And then I think they actually did it, but then, uh, then later he ran away to go save Haru. So that's, that's I think, is like the last real scene we see with Juno. Also, uh, Legacy's dog friend, is a good friend good friend to have 
Jack is one of the better characters, dude. He's great. He was super concerned when 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 Legacy left, and he went back into his room, and his little beetle friend. It was like in the in in the terrarium, and 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 the little beetle was like on his back, and Jack was like, "No, he's dead." Because <laughs> like Legacy yeah. cares about him so much, he like mm-hmm. takes care of him every day. Legacy loves bugs, dude. He does. Yeah, he loves them. It's a, it's a very nice character trait where like you see him like. You know, catching bugs and like he's always like like some flashbacks seeing like with bugs all the time. Mm. Kind of like nice nods, you know what I mean? Look oh, it yeah. up. Chapter forty eight's the ending for the anime. So if you want to start forty nine, okay, for the manga. Um, so that's only like one hundred twenty chapters. Yeah, that's, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you did Fire Punch real quick, so I mean, like, if you okay. wanted to, B Stars is like right there if you wanted to. There's... And you already on Act Age right now. Act Age is like around that length, like a hundred something as well. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll There's be fine. Something I want to see if if it was in the manga as well, because there was a moment when 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 Legacy was fighting the the Lion King, right? <laughs> and this was right as he just told Haru, "Hey, you should close your eyes. You know, I don't want you to see the side of me." And that's like before he went all crazy. <laughs> he like did like a pose, right? As he <laughs> as he was powering up. That's basically what he did. Mm-hmm. And there was like a little ghost beetle on his hand that appeared that I, I assume was his little beetle friend. And the beetle was there and then it flew away. And then that's when he like raged out and, and like they, they have like, a lot of bug symbolism. With... I don't, that's the only time I've ever seen anything like that. And I was like, well, I mean, weird. like that's, I think that's like the first instance they show starts doing bug symbolism okay. with like, like go see, okay. and they like do more and more as the series goes on. Cause like, I was, it's like, very I... beautiful. Is that your like oddly enough? Animal, you know, oddly enough, like, it's, yeah, he's it's not it's like you know, Lagosi loves bugs, dude. It's really weird, and he will respect them because like, in a weird sense, it's like his most like. Think about him like being a carnivore, right? And then, like you have like you'd be a carnivore or herbivore, right? And then you have other animals in this world, you know, that aren't recognized. There aren't bug people in this world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he looks at the bugs and he's like, "Well, you're like kind of like us, aren't you?" <laughs> you're like you're like living creatures, but you're not like you don't appear to be sentient. Yeah. So like he he has like a soft spot for that, you know. He's like, "Well, you're kind of like me, you know. You're kind of doing your own thing." Mm-hmm. It, it hits a little spot on Legosi real quick. It's a great show. It's great. It's awesome. Beautiful. What do you think about a ten? At a ten? Yeah. Um, that thing's arguing right there for you. That, that's arguing for a ten, dude. I yeah. I, I mean, I, it, it's to me, it's at least a nine. You can't it, put it below that nine. It, it's it's something about it. It very much might be a ten. <laughs> I'm not sure. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Nine point five. <laughs> it, it's 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 got a little something for everyone. Mm-hmm. I I ranked it on on Mal when I finished it because I do that whenever I finish the anime. I don't. I don't, I don't remember what I. I'm kidding. Did I? Yeah. Let me check my Mal now because now I'm actually curious. I'm curious because I don't know if I actually rated Evangelion on Mal. <laughs> I gave it a nine. That's what it is now. So it's a nine. Well, sign in with Google, please. Thank you, Mel. So, 
I don't know how credible this is, but on Mal, there is a slot open, like an actual page for B-Star's second season. They're just open, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can finally put completed on Mal. And I think base Evangelion and uh, two out of ten. I think base base Evangelion is a nine. Okay. And I'm also gonna go with uh, end of Evangelion as also being a nine because I like these type of shows. Yeah. With like with that, I, I like that type of ending. You know, we already discussed it obviously earlier in this episode, but these type of endings I'm okay with. I love them a lot. Where it ends and it's like you makes it makes you think about the ending, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're like, well, like it was a weird ending and it didn't have to end this way. It could have had like a concrete ending for something, but it works, and you're not really upset with why it works. The, the, I'm, I like those. I have a soft spot for them in my heart. Soft spot. Well, soft spot. It's kind of weird. It could be like something wrong. <laughs> you have a soft spot in your heart. <laughs> some, some... Let's get that checked out. But uh, personally, out of uh, all the ones that we discussed, they very much B stars and Act Age. I think B stars right now is like pogging to like an oblivion, and then where I last left off in Act Age, because I'm I looked, I'm pretty behind right now. I'm like chapter like ninety or whatever, so I'm like twenty chapters behind, twenty thirty chapters behind. What's like current? Can't speak for Act Age right now on what's current, but I can speak for what I read. And they're both pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, in their own rights. Modern manga, I have no complaints of modern manga for the most part. Except for like isekai tropes and just bait grab isekai tropes really and like power fantasy stuff. But then I say power fantasy stuff and I read solo leveling so who am I to really say stuff? Because <laughs> One Punch is also like a power fantasy show as well except to the extreme, you know? Yeah, it's like it's like super aware of it though. It, 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 it is super weird. That makes it okay. It's like, yeah, man. You like, you know, he's gonna win every fight, but like, the interesting characters that's also in it and the way it's presented, yeah, keeps you wanting a little more because you want to see more of everyone else. I guess you're like, you already know what he's gonna do. He's gonna mess up everyone, you know. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna see him. They're done, you know. But like everyone else, though, now that's where it's interesting. That's a cool strategy that a lot of like media takes, where they make the main character like not super interesting. You know, just kind of flat. But then they surround him or her with really cool and interesting and dynamic characters as like he or she is almost like the the like glue that like sticks together all these other That's more like interesting thing. stories. I think Kenosa was a little bit like that. What is? Kenosa was a little bit like that. You know, he's like yeah. Cosmo's like a, a bit earthly, you know, reality, you know, gets you with it. I think this is what like I guess a standard person would do. Like a normal weeb sense. Yeah. It's like who knows like their RPG stuff. He has all these things in mind, and he looks around him. He's like, "This is what I got to work with. This is not good." Yeah, trash. And yet he wins every time. He does. Yeah. It's like you work for the Demon King. Dead. You work for the Demon King. You're on my side now. You work. For, come and join, dude. <laughs> dude. So you're just so <laughs> you're just talking about Konosuba. The the first thing I thought of was him having Magumin blow up that dude's castle like every day <laughs> and he's judging the explosions yeah. and, and by the end of it he becomes an explosive connoisseur where he's like, he's like today there was a you know good explosion you know size not too bad 
He's yeah. like, problem was, I didn't feel the wind that much today, so it gets like a seven. Mm-hmm. And it's like, <laughs> the impact wasn't as forceful as I wanted it to be. I just love the the like closure to that little side plot or whatever. When it's like, oh, dude, it's actually the Dulan. <laughs> yeah, when when the dude in the castle actually comes, is like, hey, who's been blowing up my castle every day? <laughs> it's actually just like the big bad for the season. Mm-hmm. Where we need to do this, by the way. Season two. Season one, dude. Season one. What was season two? Season two, I'm pretty sure it was like a machine they had to fight. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember that show very well. I remember partially very well. I noted like the entire joke, I guess, over like the entirety of Konosuba is that like I guess that he's gonna fight the Demon King and win, like somehow ridiculously. Mm-hmm. Because he just happens to do it on sheer luck. It's like, oh yeah, the dual hand, you know, happened to be living in the castle. We blew up the castle enough times he came down and we beat him. Great job. It's like this whiz, you know, on our side now. Come over here. It's like the, yeah. the like the other guy with like the mask, you're joining us too. And he's like, you know, like the slime, he's like, we killed the slime. We've iced him. Slime's no more. Like how much more of the Demon King followers the edge can take out by sheer luck? You think that's gonna get another season? The movie came out, dude. It did, yeah. If anything, they, they're probably just waiting for COVID to be done. A lot of the times, us. a movie is like the death sentence. Remember when No Game No Life got that movie? It did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not only did it get a movie, but it was a prequel movie. So it didn't actually advance With the With different anyway. characters. <laughs> yeah. In the same world, I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and the thing is, it's like it's basically the characters, except you, you switch the color to hair now. Yeah. yeah. The guy now has white hair and the girl has black hair. Hmm. <laughs> How long ago did that movie come out? A while ago, dude. Like 2016? I, I want to watch Weathering with you because that yeah, came out. Yeah, me too. That's the new Shinkai movie. And I'm like, your name was pretty good, dude. I got to like hop on this train. My brother's like, you got to watch a 20 whatever centimeters. Is that a movie or a show? Or 20 centimeters per second or whatever. 15 centimeters. 10 centimeters per second? Yeah. A movie. Movie. about the same guy that's like really depressing apparently yeah i heard uh good stuff about the weathering one mm-hmm. what was it what movie I, I saw how to eat your pancreas a while ago oh yeah how was that if you want to watch something depressing dude i'd highly suggest watching that it's another one of those like really quick like you know like depressing movies mm-hmm. where it's like it's like this nice romance and you know that someone's gonna die dude you're like man you're like, this girl, she has all the death flags on her, dude. <laughs> and you're just watching it, and you're like, and then then, then when it actually happens, you're like, I didn't expect it to be this way. Mm. Why is it got to be this way? I can't spoil anything for this movie, because it, it actually took me off my feet. It broke the standard tropes of what makes the standard romance death movie. Like your name also did their own spin on it. It's like turns out she was dead from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is what happened. That, that your name spin was like she was never alive in your time, my boy. She was dead. It's like, you mean I've been talking with a ghost, dude? That's not well, not really a ghost, but like you know, talking back through time. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> do, you, do you remember that scene when she was running and then she fell? And then there was something written on her hand. Do you remember what was written on her hand? I love you. <laughs> yeah. I think we referred that to like the two L's, dude. Yeah. 
we we referred it because like the first thing was that she fell, dude, mm-hmm. and the second I was like, at least I got his name. Looks at the the hand. It says, "I love you." She's like, "Damn it, that's not right. his name." <laughs> right? Yeah. That that was the whole thing where that was her last chance of finding him was was to actually know his name, and it wasn't his name. Yeah. And then, like as well, we'll also put on top of this as well. We're like he tr- where she tried to write his name on his her name on his hand. And as soon as she went to do it, the pen dropped, dude. And I was like, <laughs> it was like, yikes, dude. It was like, we'll never meet up. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. They'll never know who they are again, dude. It's great, wonderful. Your name was beautifully done. Was it, who was, who was in the newer timeline? The guy. The guy was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like he, was it him who went to like the weird like cave shrine? Yeah. Yeah, and then that's how he, he drank her spit juice. Oh yeah, that was gross. It's, it's weird to say like that, but it's like, what do you think about it? Though? They they actually make that for like you know, like religion and all that stuff. Yeah, so it has like a ceremonial purpose. Mm-hmm. And the, that she's disgusted because she's like, "That's my spit." <laughs> he's, he's like, "I didn't want to drink it because it was your spit, though. I drank it because I wanted to see you." And he's like, "It's my yeah. spit." <laughs> it's because I wanted to travel through time. <laughs> I wanted to see you again. Drank my spit. <laughs> I was yeah, that that uh, she'll never get over that. It'll just always be in the back of her mind. This man drank my spit, dude. What a simp. <laughs> he paid for spit, dude. <laughs> he paid like all this way. He came, like, you know, he paid for like the tickets to boss everyone just to drink some spit. I'm just saying. Squirrels in my pants. Good one. S to the I to the M to the P. <laughs> Did you, uh, so just a complete turn, right? Okay. Did you see that the Sony announced their, their PS5 event? I did not. I saw it was on this list of things. Yeah. So I'm ready to hear about it. Um, it's for the 4th, which I think is Thursday. That sounds like Thursday. Okay. It is and, Thursday. Um, yeah, it's their their event. We're finally going to see. But apparently, that are doing more research, we're, we, uh, they probably won't talk about the console at all. I guess they're just going to talk about the games that are going to be on it that we haven't seen yet. That could be better, honestly. Yeah. I'll at least know what the box looks like. You know what I mean? At least show me the box, dude. Show me the logo. You show me the controller, dude. To be fair, they're like, do we care what the console looks like? The console could be ugly. Yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> I was actually thinking about that yesterday, where I was like, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I mean, it. It'd be nice to see it, just to see it, but yeah. it doesn't. The I console mean, could be ugly as long as the games are good. I mean, people are gonna be buying it anyway. Yeah. It's apparently gonna be over an hour long, so they're gonna show a lot of stuff. We still haven't seen Metroid stuff. Yeah, I know that's crazy. And Bayonetta three was announced, but we still haven't seen Bayonetta three stuff. I'm just like putting that reminder out there for like anyone who's remembered that Bayonetta three exists. Metroid is unfortunate though because they 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 were working on that for a while and they had to restart mm-hmm. because uh, the other team came in and was like, "Hey, we're gonna do it instead." Yeah, but then there are conspiracy theories that uh, that studio so. 
the studio that came in and is now working on Metroid, they worked on the original Metroid Primes, right? So that's why I was like, oh man, they're coming on, whatever. They also worked on the newest Donkey Kong games. So there's a conspiracy that, well, they're working on Metroid Prime 4 now. What, What have they been working on in the past, what is it, like three years? And so the the whole theory is that they were working on a new, a new Donkey Kong game, and that it was a sequel to Donkey Kong sixty four. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Which would be crazy, you know. All I know is that, like, from what I know about the games that Nintendo's released, okay, that Monolith Soft, the developers of Xenoblade, mm-hmm. have had their hand, tiny little hands in a lo- in like a decent amount of projects for the Switch. They aided in Splatoon. They helped out in Smash, obviously. They helped out with Animal Crossing. They got, they got, they got like, their tiny hands, you know? They're like helping out in these like <laughs> tiny projects. They helped out with Breath of the Wild. It's like, what, 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 you know, like they got like a bunch of like free time, I'm guessing. Well, I say free time in quotation marks because it's like they're obviously working on other projects. Like they just released yeah. the Definitive Edition. So they're probably working on something else right now in their JRPG. To like let people know maybe they're porting X, people are saying. I don't know if I want X to be ported. Was that the game you were excited for? Was uh, Xenoblade the definitive edition? I'm hyped, yeah, because I haven't played it. I waited, I think, 10 years to play this game. <laughs> Have you played any other Xenoblade games? I played two. How was it? And imagine playing two and realizing, man, this is just the lead back to Xenoblade 1. Yeah, I mean... I mean, you'd assume because people... it says two. But, like, the, I remember hearing very much, this is verbatim what they said. They said, will Xenoblade 2 in any way be connected to Xenoblade 1? They said, no. This game has no <laughs> connection to Xenoblade 1 at all. Imagine playing, like, 20, 30 hours in the game, and then it's like, your man pulls out the Monado, and it's like, this game's connected to Xenoblade 1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's rough. I was like, yikes, dude. I was like, I was like, man, I'm like, this game's going good. I'm like, this is a nice independent project he did. Very different from Marjorie's Lena Blade. You know, different characters, you know, very unique. Uh, you know, they went their own way about it. Then he pulls out a Monado, and I'm like, this is, they, they've thrown me for the biggest loop of all time. <laughs> you can't tell me this game's not related to Lena Blade 1, and then have the character pull out a Monado, and then you're explaining all this deep lore stuff. And then they confirmed it with the latest Definitive Edition trailer, well, not the latest one, one of the trailers, where, like, they have another character appears, and, like, if you have no idea about Xenoblade Chronicles, then you're like, well, this looks normal. But people who played OG Xenoblade Chronicles knows exactly what's up with the character. They're like, something, they changed the appearance, something in the appearance for the character. Like, originally the character was wearing a key, and now he has a different necklace on. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, I know exactly why he has that necklace. It's because it's related to the back, they're trying to draw it back to Xenoblade 2, because this is what this character <laughs> was supposed to be for. And it's like, yeah. it's It's rough, dude. <laughs> I mean... Isn't that kind of similar to what the, what Final Fantasy VII did, where it was like, it's hey, very much similar. It's, it's a exactly. remake, but like, here's all this other little stuff that if you play the original, you'll know. Wait, that's different. Why is that like that? Oh, there's this character. You know what I mean? Like Xenob- like Final Fantasy VII was like, we take this game, okay? This this segment is like supposed to be a couple hours long, okay? We'll take this and make it into like a sixty hour long game. Yeah, that is literally what they did. It's like we'll take the segment, stretch it a bunch. Add stuff in here. Add a bunch of side quest stuff. 
flesh out. Like, Jesse's supposed to be dead, dude. Sorry to break it to anyone. She's supposed to die. And now Cloud's like, when's my pizza going to be free? <laughs> so where's my free pizza, Jesse? You promised me a pizza. Yeah, because it says here that the main... <laughs> uh, to beat Final Fantasy VII, the original, is under 40 hours. Obviously, I mean, some people take longer and then people, you know, do a bunch of side missions and stuff like that, but... If it was me, I think I'd probably do like 55 maybe because I'm going through side questing or whatever. And just like... Take my time. That's the crazy thing is that now with this remake, the first, you know, part one Final Fantasy VII remake... Like this, like, this is, like, we'll say like five to seven hours, we'll say, for that, that first part. Yeah. <laughs> they made into a 40-hour game or, what, or whatever the remake is. I know it's mm-hmm. somewhere around there. But 40 like, to 60. You know? Yeah, so like part one of this remake is as long as the original game. So that just goes to show how much stuff they added, you know? And with with the combat being different, you would assume that fights should take less time because they're not turn-based anymore? No, no. It turns out turn-based combat is super quick, dude. Turn-based oh, combat is nothing to... To scoff at real, my comp, my complaint is that real time combat, you have to wait for actions on both sides, and it always has like, like we have to wait for skills to load back up and everything. Sure. So yeah. like, like turn based combat, you always have a certain set of things, and you always know what it's going to be a set time, because like your action should only take a couple seconds. Final Fantasy Seven is weird, where uh, it's not really turn based though, because like. You can attack as as soon as you're able to attack. You don't actually attack after the enemy. Yeah, so like, uh, that's very again similar to like Chrono Trigger, yeah, and games like that where it's like a real time turn based strat. Yeah, it's weird. Or like you have like a loading bar essentially. Think of like you have a loading after your yeah. action, and when your loading fills, you can do an action again. Mm-hmm. But it acts in real time though. It's like uh, older Final Fantasy games have this as well as uh, Chrono Trigger are good examples to bring about where. You'd want to uh, wait for certain phases of boss fights when you hit a certain point where you know, like, okay, this is going to happen around this time, and then you're preparing for that. Just a weird tandem way. But it does happen. But, like, that real-time stuff, you can still, like, it's still possible to get in RPGs. I think it's just, like, most RPGs anymore have a setting for it. Yeah. Where it's, like, it gets, like, the turn-based ones where it's, like, real-time, where they just act automatically without you doing stuff. I don't like that. I played uh, Xenoblade for 3DS. 3DS. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what that was called? That's like a special name. Xenoblade Chronicles 3D. Okay, cool. Uh, I didn't like it. Played the first few hours and I, I, I just didn't like the combat. I, th- I thought the game looked ugly too, but that was probably just because First of all, let me with this. Uh, 3DS, the ugliest version of the game. Yeah. Didn't the like controls? It. You're you're limiting yourself to that 3DS controller. Mm. It's not gonna do you justice. Combat's a little funky. Not gonna lie. Both like, Xenoblade games, funky combat. Combat system's funky. I didn't like it because I don't know if that was kind of what you were just explaining, but it was like it just attacked by itself mm-hmm. as you got close to an enemy, and you, I'm just swinging the sword, but I'm not actually pressing anything to swing the sword. And then every so often, if I wanted to, I can press a button to do like a super move. Like ninety percent of the fight is fighting by itself. So like that's so like what you're explaining, okay? The skills in Xenoblade are actually the key. 
no no joke. It's the key yeah. to winning. Timing the skills perfectly or extending your skills upon certain stuff is the key to intuitive combat. Um it's funky, it's funky, I'm not gonna lie. Because it's literally like saying, Hey, I gotta do these certain actions. Uh, later like I'll say like playing a Shulk early on sucks. Shulk has like a very limited set of moves. Yeah. I think if you play as Ryan early on, like you switch over to Ryan. Ryan gets his because like he doesn't have the Monado, so he doesn't get like the more Monado arts to work with. Instead, his pool of moves fills up really quickly, so he has like a bunch of different moves you can do, and they're all different. But he's also like a tank character, so he doesn't do as much damage. But it's more easy to pilot him as well. He's more generous to play because he doesn't die as easy. You can like pull stuff onto you. Really weird. The game is. Zelda Chronicles 2 is similar where like you the, each character has their own different playstyle with different setups and whatever. It's customizable to how you want to make it. One thing I wanted to ask you was uh uh Riot Games, right? Is that is that what they're called? Riot? Yeah, that's what they're called, yeah. That's what they're called. Um They they recently announced, like a couple years ago or whatever, that they're making all these games. You know, mm-hmm. you know, they're finally not just doing uh, whatever it was. Yeah, they announced it last year, whatever, during their year of Riot, yeah. like their 10th year anniversary or whatever. Yeah. They were like, and talk about it in their mind. The one they're doing now is is Valorant, right? They're, they're the ones doing Valorant? Yeah, so like, uh, they released their card game, Legends of Runeterra. Yeah. They released Valorant, their shooter, which is comparable to CSGO slash Overwatch. Yep. Mm-hmm. They have a bunch of other ones, too. They have like, I, I know one of them is like, first person story uh, driven game. Yeah, those are going to be coming out. Those are going to. Those are set in the League universe as well. So they're trying to expand League universe. Yeah. You know, they're having like a League animated movie or League animated show coming out as well. Mm. There, that's in the works. Uh, you yeah, know, they've already got like. Have you, have you seen the music videos? They they somehow have like high quality music videos. Yeah. With like actual like artists for no reason. So like they and then they got like a spot. They like somehow partnered with like. Uh, I look up, dude. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to ask you because uh, I want to ask you if, if you were excited at all for Riot doing all this other stuff. You know what I mean? Because I think it's cool after them doing League of Legends for so long and that not really being my game, my type of game. They doing partnered with Louis Vuitton. <laughs> yeah, what? They partnered with Louis Vuitton. Oh, okay. That, that was a while ago, though. But then them 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 doing all these other types of games, you know, obviously uh, having the money and the, and the resources for it. It's, like, it's, really it's, cool. a, it's a good thing in a way, but it's also like, you know, they, this is like a reason why they're like such a big company. So like, think about like, if they originally they were only focused on League of Legends. So like, originally like you could blame a lot of Riot being like, well, like this game's garbage. You have all this crew working on this game. You know, balance changes. People hate the balance changes. Sometimes you're like, why are they making random balance changes for no reason? Like, this character didn't have to be changed. This was perfectly fine. No one was actually complaining about this. And then they're like, weird balance change. Why do you nerf the damage on this thing by 10? <laughs> it's like, just flat 10. This changes yeah. nothing. Nothing about this will change the character. Maybe in, like, the 1% of matches, this will actually have an outcome. But, right. like, 90% of the time, this has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> so, that, there's, like, the- weird balance. Then there's, like, the absurd balance changer where it's like we flip 90% of the character's entire attention to this set and then we like move to this part reworking things now it's like 
Well, they're balancing all this other stuff down. So, like, they got, like, their league team. You got, like, their Legends of Runeterra team. They got their Team Fight Tactics team for, like, the people who played Dota Auto Chess when that came out. They got their League of Legends one. Legends of Runeterra is for those Hearthstone Magic players. People like their card games. They have their own system with that. Uh, they got their... Now they got Valorant for, like, their shooters. They got board. They have their own board game as well that people can buy. Like, and then I think they're releasing their mobile game, Wild Rift, where people who want to play League on their phone, some of the more compact environment. <sighs> Somehow, though, I will say all their games induce salt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that that is probably a big part of them just being competitive games. Like a multiplayer competitive game just always will have this aspect. Yeah, I mean, I mean especially big ones, right? Because there's so many people mm-hmm. playing them and. Yeah, when when you make little changes, you know, of course there's going to be <laughs> at least some people that are upset with them. I will say, like, from what I'm seeing right now, uh, the card game seems to be going fine. Nothing's really bad with that right now that I can really complain about. Um, the balance changes that I've seen them do, it's like they're making reasonable changes to cards. It's not anything bad. I've seen Hearthstone, so I can tell you what they've done in those games to kind of compare. And same magic with, like, limiting and banning cards. I can have an idea and then changing cards into uh, errata in later editions. So I have a feel for what can be like good balance changes in the game. Even that some of those like smaller balance changes, the ones that maybe don't make any any sort of difference. Do you think that that could just be because of boredom? That people are just sometimes like, yeah, let's just change stuff. Just sometimes it's boredom. I feel like sometimes it's like the patch, the like making the notes look a little bigger. Okay, yeah. Sometimes I, I feel like that. they spin a wheel and it lands on a champion. <laughs> they just change a little bit of thing there. Then there's like the subtle stuff. Where, like, I played League for, like, a good amount of time where, like, they, like, subtly change things over time. Where, like, we'll say, like, maybe, like, ten patches ago, they're like, oh, this champion gets a little tiny, like, thing here. Then, like, another two or three patches, they're like, oh, this champion gets, like, a little thing here that, like, goes unnoticed, right? And all of a sudden, they change, like, one thing on the champion that's, like, kind of somewhat major. They're like, okay, well, this thing now, we're gonna make this subtle change now. We're like, And, like, these are all, like, minor buffs they're doing to the character. Like, over, like, the course of, like, months, okay? So like you're going through it, like this character's like being unnoticed for like a while, right? And then all of a sudden they do like this one change and it flips, and the character goes from like a forty like eight percent win rate to like having like a fifty-four, and you're like, what in the world happened? And then you go back and you read the patches, and you're like, all these minor changes were like decent enough to like push it a little forward, and then when the major change happened, because those minor changes were already good enough, the major change just pushes it even further than what you they actually thought it would be. It's yeah. delicate balance. And, they, very sneaky. and Ryan knows there's certain characters they can't touch on purpose. Or if they do touch, they have to touch very literally. They can't finick with it too much. And when they do finick, they have to do like reworks or whatever to try to fix them. If there's anything wrong. They know what they're doing for certain types of people. They're like, there's like too much. When when you have like a hundred plus people to think about in a game, there's only so much you can change. And try to yeah. keep to keep somewhat fair. And you're gonna forget so many things along the way. Like, I'll look at old Mordkaiser for an example. My man, old Mordkaiser, pre-WeWork, was one of the most bugged characters in the game. I think he had hundreds and hundreds of bugs placed on his character. That literally, like, there was pages dedicated to all the bugs he had. (laughs) And you can't fix them, so they just reworked them. Imagine, you rework him because it's just, one, his kit was okay. But it's like, it's an easy way to get rid of all these bugs. These bugs are just interactions he has, and it's like, no, just get rid of them all. hundreds and hundreds of bugs 
And like, there's people out there who would play the game as this character and know how to utilize some of these bugs, like for their own benefit. And like, they just can't easily patch it. You know what I mean? But like, that's a very small. But you're talking like point one, point zero one percent of the community at that point who'd be able to replicate that, you know, and use it to their advantage. I'm talking like a handful of people, like ten people tops, would be able to like easily manipulate this to their advantage. Not that many people, because League's a big game, but most people are garbage. <laughs> Including myself, most people in league they are at the silver tier, and they added iron. <laughs> That's where the most games though. It's like Overwatch. I think the average is like high gold, high pl- high gold, low plat. That may be changing though. I don't know what the player base was, but last time I checked, Overwatch is high gold, low plat was the average. Mm-hmm. Which is really weird to say. You figure it would have to be in the middle, though, because when someone wins, someone loses. Yeah. You know? It's like the hardest games in any game that has, like, a tier rating is always at, like, that high echelon where it's, like, tier one of a, like, a tier, and then the, the, the bottom tier as well. Yeah. So you get, like, the tier one and tier four, that's always, like, the, the rough area for anything. Because, like, they're matching against each other, and like, these are people who want to climb up and people who don't want to lose. <laughs> you go <Yeah>. back down. <laughs> so this is, like, the most ferocious area you could possibly get into. Whenever you hit that tier one and then the lower tier games, they're like they're either fighting to go up or they're fighting to stay in. Those games are like the most rough ones. Because if anything goes wrong in those games, you know it's about to go off. Yeah. On any team. It's like I stopped playing League for a while. I haven't touched a game in like months and I feel happy. Not because I feel bad when I play the game, but because I feel like I play when I only have friends on, and that's the answer. So if I'm not playing when I'm on, and then that's fine. Yeah. If someone hits me up and says, yo, I'll be on, I'll be like, maybe I'll think about it. But like, I haven't played in like so long. It's like, I feel like, you know, better that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sometimes it is. Uh, so, Ray, I won't be able to talk about it too much because I don't think you've seen it. But no, I've not seen Space Force. Yeah, I watched the I, I, I watched the first episode because that's all I had time for. <laughs> uh, these, these episodes aren't as long as I thought they were going to be, which is good. I thought they were going to do like hour long episodes, thirty half an hours. Yeah, yeah, it's like thirty something minutes. Okay, so it's it's not that bad. Uh, I just want to say it's pretty good. It obviously it's not as like it's not as like witty as The Office is, you know, because The Office is like. Every other line is like setting up or a a joke. Line. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like um, already like getting it ready, like yeah, brewing yeah. it. This is a lot more story driven. With you know, there's a lot of comedy in it. You know, especially like situational comedy, a sort of thing. Uh, we we start to see some of the cast. You know, there's like Ben Schwartz is there, which I forgot, and he's super funny. Uh, there's a he's great. Enjoyed. Malkovich, John Malkovich, I think that's his name. He's also in it. He's great, you know, so far. And uh, yeah, I just want it, it's great. It's it's good so far, I'd say. Excuse me while I'm Googling John Malkovich. Yeah, go ahead. Are you good, dude? Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, Steve Carell plays Mark and uh, he's now in charge of this new the new branch space force and uh he, he doesn't want to do it because 
you know, space, very, very hard thing, very unsure thing. And, you know, but he has to prove everyone, you know, I can, I can build this, this branch. I can build this, this little space base. And I think they said they have to get on the moon by like 2024. That's their goal. And, uh, yeah, lots of people. He's surrounded by some idiots and some, some not idiots. And he's also, I don't want to say racist, <laughs> but like he force, he, uh, doesn't trust this Russian guy that, 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 that works for him because he thinks that he might be a Russian spy. <laughs> and then this guy could be a spy. There's, there's also, you know, he, he has a bunch of scientists, you know, obviously you need scientists to, you know, build a rocket. Of course. And one of them, one of them is Asian and he doesn't quite trust him. He thinks that he might be a Chinese spy. <laughs> I feel like that could be his character now. Just yeah, like, it's, it's a little, you know. They could be spies, dude. It could be, you know. That Russian guy. To to Mark's credit, that that Russian guy probably a spy. He's just like super shady, you know. He's just like, yeah, he's he's, he's shady, you know. He's, he's making some moves, you know. I would love if he would be like a Canadian spy. That would be uh, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> he's like he's, like, he's right there. <laughs> it's like buy for Canada. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Like we we always guessed he was a spy, but for Canada, we thought he was with the Russians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out you you can be from anywhere, you know. I feel like it's a joke that's very easy to write in. Yeah, 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 definitely. Mm-hmm. You should uh you should definitely watch that though. Okay, I'll have it on my list. I think, I think it's only ten episodes. Uh and I think season. Is it all two time come out, got... or is it already just releasing on them weekly? It's all out. Okay. Yeah. And and I think they already announced the season two. Nice. Which that means I they must done well, so. What? Must have done well enough to just go. Yeah. Immediately and release them. Yeah. I mean, I think it also makes sense just because uh, there's so many like big name actors in there that mm-hmm. I think that they would, you know, Netflix would try their hardest to keep it. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's so many big names, you know. Yeah, it's great. So Ray, did you watch? Uh... Uh, I don't know which one you want to do first. You want to do Tower of God first or Sing Yesterday first? I think last last time we do first, we did Sing Yesterday. So let's do Tower of God first this day. Okay. Newest episode. Uh, I forget the name of it. <laughs> I don't think it matters, but... Episode who, 9. Yeah, episode <laughs> 9. Uh, it was... Uh, the kind of continuation of last one with the with the, the arena tag, you know. Yeah, the uh, ranker tag part dose. Yep. Uh, we. So okay, okay. I I just remembered everything. So, the the crazy part was. Uh, Ho being like, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna capture Rachel, because. Uh, with Rachel, I'll get Bam, and I was like, man, that's that's a good plan, honestly, because you're right." And then uh, she accidentally stabbed Rachel 
I think in the, just the commotion, just the whoa, hey, because like, Rachel made a move to get away from her, which is really stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, she, I guess, realized that she failed whatever her mission was, and then she killed herself, or or stabbed herself. I, you know, to to me, it's implied that she's dead. But then at the end of the episode, they're taking her and Rachel off to the hospital, so maybe she's not dead. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna hit you with this one: though. she's dead, dude. Yeah, she. Like I say, she's she's probably dead. <laughs> Like the other girl just took like move, move the eyelids down. That's a, that's a confirmed death right there. She, she, you know what? She did do that. I, I that's that, that's confirmed dead right there. If I have to say so myself, that is a confirmed kill. That is. Um, but what, what, what's your KD ratio? One one. One. Hmm. <laughs> and they're both the same person. <laughs> one to one, dude. Um. What else? We saw. We saw more of endorsey's plan i guess i mean i she, don't think she her, her plan was really just like i got a guarantee i pass yeah uh so she's just taking out everyone else dude she took on the ranker and she won that was cool she like yeah, tricked she, him you know she, she, she's intelligent yeah and we also saw some backstory for endorsey like what but just like you know like she just like killed literally everyone in oh her yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how she was, uh, you know, she was like, well, the, the, the winners eat real food and I got to eat and everyone who's a loser eats bread. And she's like, well, at some point I was the only one eating. And then it pans out and see everyone else dead. She just iced everyone. Yeah. Which, and then, you know, it's yeah, just great. I was going to say like, uh, Bam asked her, like, do you remember what that bread tastes like? And she's like, to be honest, I don't remember what bread. Yeah. It's like, I hate the taste of bread. I don't remember what it tastes like at all. Yes. <laughs> Um, we also saw that she has like a kind of a soft spot for uh the the like lizard girl. I don't remember her name. Like oh yeah, so like, girl. so yeah, they're hinting at like uh everyone's like showing like their own plans. Like Kun's showing his plan. You already seen his plan. Yeah, he you already said who he wants to climb the tower with. That list is like his proof mm-hmm. of what he wants. And Dorsey similarly also wants to climb the tower. She wants to go with a knock. Yep. As alluded by as like I've already found someone who I want to climb with. Hmm. immediately pants to her yeah it does so so you know it's like okay it was really nice moment when uh they cut to her and she's in the cafeteria and she's with her team and they're like doing her hair and she smiles Mm -hmm. like oh nice yeah it's like you know the the funny thing is like you know they started out like not the best people to each other you know it's like one of those like you know they just softened on each other they grew it was really just one interaction really it was like their big fight it's Mm -hmm. like they talked and they're like how was my mom and it's like you know she was chill dude like she was chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was chill. She was good. It's like, how, how was she as your mom? He's like, she was chill. It's like, nice. <laughs> she was bonded <laughs> nice. over that. Uh, we also see more proof of Bam just being dope, of him copying the ranker's technique immediately, and after freezing. seeing it just once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then freezing not only him but uh, but Ho as well. Mm-hmm. But that was really cool. Um. I don't really think much else happened. We saw the 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 silent guy that that Rock was with. He just disappeared, mm-hmm. which I assume he like sensed something wrong with Rachel because they were on the same team, right? And, of course, uh, of course. And yeah, I assume I assume that's what happened. And then Rock, <laughs> it cuts back to him a few times, and he's just like looking around, like where is he? <laughs> that was funny. Because like, they're all kind of friends now at this point. You know, they were they're both eating mm-hmm. the 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 chocolate. Bar they're just together. having a good time, dude. They're yeah. just having a good time. 
they also both and and you mentioned this last time, but both of them passed immediately without having to do yeah. this test, which is cool. they don't have to do this test. They passed. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, Bam just being like, "Hey, I don't care what you tell me to do in Dorsey. I'm going to do anything I can to save Rachel," which mm-hmm. we already kind of knew that was his. And <laughs> Dorsey's like, "Well, I mean, I'm not going to support it, but like, sure, yeah. whatever. That's fine. It's your choice." During their fight, too, we uh, kind of kind of got uh, tipped off that she does care about Bam, or at least for the sake of her own, you know, being able to climb the tower, because <laughs> she was fighting the other two dudes. Uh, the one dude with the ignition sword, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Dorsey's an interesting character. Again, one of the more interesting characters like that, uh, especially going forward in the series. Mm-hmm. Being that she's a princess, I mean, it's also a very important aspect of that as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. To keep herself to that. And, like, she's just ruthless as well. Does not care. She wrecked both those guys. Mm. Like, immediately. Oh, and then there was also the the samurai dude. Was, like, super cool. He was like, here, here's the he plan. He did everything correctly. Yeah, everything right. He's like, here's the plan. I'm going to draw this guy out. You two, you two spear guys, fishermen, get him. You know what I mean? Get him. And he did it. He, you know, he was, he, he was kind of not that great at first. But then he lured the ranker out. The ranker thought he had him. He grabbed his hand. He had a really cool quote of like, uh, I've trained to use swords since I was young. When I grab onto something, I never let go. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> the ranker's going to get it. And then he called out and the fisherman ran away. And then, mm-hmm. and then we have a dialogue between them where they're like, oh yeah, there's, there's no way that that samurai guy is actually going to stop him. So us running away was the right thing to do. And I'm just like, ah. Oh, Technically, yes, him. they're right. They're, they're right. They're right. Yeah. In like ninety nine percent of cases, they'd be right. And then this is the one percent, dude. <laughs> they immediately get their karma when the ranker jumps out of the shadows and just gets both of them, just destroys them. I will say, I forgot until recently, but after watching that, the green, the green one of the brothers, Pericule, mm-hmm. does come back. Okay. He does come back later on. I forgot. I watched it and I was like, "Yo, that's Pericule, dude." He does come back, and it's kind of crazy. I forgot about it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what a coward! But he does come back. Yeah, coward. He's a funny character when he comes back. It's great. It's nice to see him again. We also didn't see any anything like come of this, but we saw that like red haired girl. I think she also has like an eye patch or something, and she was like in the shadows that whole time. With, she's uh, just watching everything go down. Yeah, and so I was like. Is she the one that like wrote the note? Because I don't know if we ever saw who wrote the wrote note, note to to that that dude, the horn mm-hmm. dude, and was like, "Hey, if you want to climb the tower, do this." So maybe she did it because like she was like being all sneaky and stuff. Well, well, who do you think wrote the note? Do you think it's her? I mean, I mean that's my first guess because again, she's just mm-hmm. there, like like watching everything. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't go to help. She didn't like have a face of, "Oh no, what's going on?" It was just super serious the whole time i mean coon could be a good guess because he's just like a, a puppet master of everything it seems he's like so 20 he steps ahead of everyone game. yeah he's playing 4d chess you know when you think you finally caught up that's what he already expected you to think that far yeah i mean those are probably my two guesses i mean mm-hmm. I don't really know they're, they're really the only two guesses you could have at this point no one yeah. else would really be also considering those, those like higher ups the the, the yeah people the rankers the thing, yeah they're they cool to be on it the one that's that that's like sipping the tea the whole time 
the one who's in charge yes of yeah. course he's just like looking at everything you know he know he knows everything that's going on he's great like right now on the the two rankers who are observing the exam know that bam is an irregular yeah. only the red-haired one does not know okay mm-hmm. he just hasn't figured it out yet well no he, he just doesn't know because like lamar rome knows because he literally questioned him. He's like, he, the first question that Bam asked is like, what is an irregular? Little Rose mm-hmm. smiled immediately. He's like, I got him now. This is easy. Little Rose right. in his head is like, he already got these. Like, this is why he's, you know, he withstood the wall of Shinsu. Yeah, yeah. This is why I was, he's uh, with me now. I was about to say that that was probably reinforced by he immediately mm-hmm. was able to just get, uh, mm-hmm. get to the force field or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So the Little already knows and the big hoss already knows. He, he's He's like, like, well, you got this side right here. He's like, you got the power inside you and all this. You know, he's like talking all his nonsense. He knows what he's talking. He's like, he's like, this is. It's like, it's like they, they, they already know. And they're like, this is why they passed this thing. You know, it's like, you, you underestimate him, dude. This guy can do anything, you know. Mm-hmm. Think, think of Bam as like a sponge, dude. It's like the best. You think of him as you. Yeah. You sponge. I mean, he's, he just. He's just a, a natural, you know, he's, he just kind of floats through the plot, you know, as like, oh, I, I got this, I got that. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to get Rachel, but like, there's like really nothing stopping him except for himself. And Rachel. Yeah, and Rachel, yeah. That was also nice too, where, where this is the first moment where Rachel, <laughs> Rachel acknowledges Bam. Um, I, I, I didn't get my toy to play with today. Oh. Rashawn's room. Mm-hmm. Where Rachel actually uh, acknowledges Bam, mm-hmm. you know, you know, she like looks up at him and she's like, "Why'd you follow me?" or whatever, you know, puts like her hand on his face and stuff. Mm-hmm. So kind of breaking the, the illusion. breaking down, yeah, the illusion of I don't know who you are. I think Bam Rachel. knew it was her. Rachel yeah. knew it was him. Yeah. Quinn knows the truth, but he like, you know, he chooses the lie, you know. And then Bam reads Quinn easily and is like, listen, I know you're like to himself, he's like, I know you're lying to tell me this. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't have to do this. <laughs> you know, and then and Dorsey too, as well, like, you know, like, you know, breaking it as well. I gotta flip this again because my head goes back weirdly sometimes. Like breaking that as well with him. Where it's like, yeah, you know, they all know. And then Dorsey also had Rachel, like, I think in one of the early episodes with uh, you know, the, the like why like why are you running away from him? Like, what does that mean to you? Mm-hmm. Like I don't understand what what that does to you. It's like going away from him. He's he seems like a good person to climb with. Yeah, <laughs> they were they were talking. I remember Rachel explaining it, and Rachel, yeah, yeah, kind of being like, you know, we can't be together. It's 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 bad for both of us. And then and Dorsey was like, no, I think it's just bad for you. You know, you're running away from him for selfish reasons, not because you're you're caring about him. And then Rachel kind of had a face of, no, that's not why I'm doing it, you know, but like. But then it's like, oh, snap, he's right. (laughs) So it's like, what is Rachel hiding? You know, why does Rachel want to climb the tower? You know, why does Mm -hmm. she not want Bam with her? You know, and maybe it's from the past when they were together and something we haven't seen yet or something. Obviously, Bam really has no memories, honestly. Bam is. Yeah. Was trapped there. Sees Rachel. That's his memories. Mm-hmm. 
I'm waiting for the for for the B plot of the princess who gave him the sword to come back around. Oh, Yuri to come in, but yeah, because like they're they're characters that we saw in the first episode. We've seen like once since, just like a quick shot of them. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember when it was, but yeah, I imagine that we're never we're not never gonna see them again. Yeah, no, Yuri's great. Uh, so is her guide. Yeah, her guide's also great. He's funny. I can't wait for the season to end because you're gonna be <laughs> loving it, dude. Yeah, I say loving it because I don't know how you're actually gonna interpret this ending. It's fine. This is gonna end. You're gonna love it. I, mean, I think it's good so far. You know, I don't know where it's gonna go next. I imagine we're gonna do another test. Yeah. yeah or I mean, we're probably gonna get we're probably gonna get something about like, uh, you know, Bam and Rachel now know each other and stuff like that. So we're gonna get some scene with them, I'm sure, and you know, more stuff within Dorsey and Coon because they're always well, there. I think it's the last test is gonna happen in a couple episodes. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember. I don't think there's another test happening. I think it's just going to be trying to figure out what's happening right now with the tension between characters. Well, I mean, and I think the last test is going to happen. Yeah, I mean, episode nine. So three more episodes until the season's over. Actually, thirteen. Oh, thirteen, four. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah, four. So there's not like a whole lot of mm-hmm. of like real estate left to actually play with. So the last the last episode is going to be crazy. Just yeah. can't wait. I'm I'm ready for it. I mean, these next couple of episodes are also going to be crazy as well for other reasons. So, uh, what about saying yesterday for me? Once again, this show somehow hits realism, dude. It, yeah. it just, it, it's, I'm happy. You know, it's, it's showing like realistic relationships and I can never get upset. I talked about this already, but like, I like it because it does display them in a realistic manner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, let's see. Your man's has, like, his full-time job. Yeah. Went from part-time to full-time. Yeah. Which is He's why quit his we job at the convenience store. Yeah, we don't see him at the convenience store anymore. Haru is always, like, the saddest character in the show. Yeah. She, she loses, that. and then... We have that scene with, uh, with her talking to Uzumi, <laughs> and then him being like, hey, you don't have to, like, wait for me after work every day anymore you know it's gonna be late and stuff like that and then she's just like no i I like doing it it's it's for me but then she gets like really sad and you know it's almost like to me anyway it's almost like he was kind of telling you don't have to wait for me you can leave me alone yeah 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 basically where it's like stop but like politely you know and then that's why Mm -hmm. she got super sad and then even the last shot we see of her in that scene is her hair covering her eyes so it's almost so like she sad, was dude. yeah she's like, suffering yeah and she was like bye and like like super happy but like definitely not and i was like oh man <laughs> it doesn't help that the ending theme for the show is like the arcade machine mm-hmm. i don't know if you watched all of it by the way or you what? just like stopped of what? So if you watch the ending theme for the show it's just the arcade machine of her riding on her bike and like oh, an arcade yeah, machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. And at the end, it says game over. Yeah. With like Uozumi and then the teacher. Yep. Shinako. Just like together. And it's like, yikes, dude. Yeah, that's that, that's tough. You hate to see it's it. Like, it's like, yeah, I hate to see it, dude. She just does not get the happy ending, apparently, at least in the arcade machine. Man. It's sad because I don't want uh him and shinako to be together 
Of course. I feel like Shinako had her chance. You know, and she, then she, she gave up on it twice now. I mean, yeah, she dodged him the first time, and I was like, according to everyone, it was like the perfect opportunity. Mm-hmm. My man, my man could also that was that legitimate was the perfect opportunity for him too, because literally she said, "You got to be pushy." You know what he did? He just he walked away. He just, yeah, he, he just gave up. Yeah, he's he's like, oh, that's fine. Okay, we can leave then. Okay, that was she literally said, "Be pushy, dude." Man. Took it, and he's like, so I'm yeah. leaving. <laughs> yeah. <So> anyway. <laughs> it's like, literally like, tells with, you. With... But I mean, that's the amount of density that normal people have, though. Yeah. Like, he, it's like he had the realization after he sat down, like most people would have. It's like, oh, 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 I should have. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you, you, in the moment, it's like, well, I'm just happy because I just felt uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like, but it's like, you know, she did say be pushy, you know, but like, he's not thinking about that. He's like, well, I mean, he's like, in the moment, you're like, you're, you're not, he's not analyzing this, mm-hmm. but like full brain power. He's just like chilling. <laughs> he's, he's, he's trying to figure out, he's like, he's like, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we're going to do. And uh, we're going to leave now. Okay. Yeah, because in the moment, he, he doesn't realize what's actually happening until <laughs> afterwards. Yeah sits down, talks to his friend. It's like, yeah, you screwed up, dude. <laughs> you messed up. You screwed up big time. <laughs> so, like, I want to ask you, because you might uh, pay attention more than I do. What is Shinako's relationship with Rue and his family? They're not family, are they? They're like childhood friends, dude. Childhood friends? It's like okay. they used to live in the same village. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like so, that's why she like in the, like the past episode she went back to the village to like see his things and everything with like the mm-hmm. father. So that's where they grew up, and then she moved from that village over to like the high school where like he where like they met up and became like high school friends, and then they all went to college together. You know what I mean? Okay. Like that's that's like before that though, like middle school and beyond. That was like where they grew up in that one village, and then the dad and like Rue like moved out, and now they're living here, and that's where okay. he goes to school. And he's in the art classes and all that stuff. Cause like I just I I just couldn't remember it just it, it felt so weird that she's here making food for them. It's like again why? like it's like you know like it's like the weirdest thing where like she's technically a part of their family they like let her in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's because they were that close. Like their I guess their houses must have been they were neighbors. They must like always hung out together. It's like I guess like it's just expected you know and it's like well of course like you know like and then, like she like you know the father knows Rue knows like the, the she liked the brother so like they're gonna let her in. Mm-hmm. Like this, she feels like she's just like paying them back for all the stuff they've done for them. You know, it's like it's really weird. Always bringing up that the brother's dead. Oh yeah. man! And even like her teacher friend is like, "Dude, you're an absolute idiot. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what do you mean mirroring. you did nothing? What do you mean you did nothing? Twice. <laughs> yeah, twice. <laughs> that was a nice mirroring of uh of that scene with. Uh, the mm-hmm. same exact scene with Uzumi and his friend of like, mm-hmm. you messed up, you know, you had these chances. It, it done goofed. Them. Yeah, you done. <laughs> uh, with, uh, and then the, the ending is, you know, going around for the whole. Door. Yeah, so next episode is probably going to open up with a conversation between them two because, you know, the, there's all that. Tension. Spiky yeah, tension. All, all, the, all that Spicy. tension. You know, he wasn't expecting to see her there. First of all, like, she hasn't been there for like how long? It's been like at least a week or something. You can assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
she's been like that isolation. Come back after a week, it's like, well, well, well. <laughs> she was even kind of talking to herself and being like, she she maybe shouldn't be here right now. Mm-hmm. You know, with with I don't know, with just everything that's going on with like her feelings towards him, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, whatever level they're at, her feelings towards Uzumi, whatever level they're at. Like the sad thing is like that relationship can never work because you will always see her brother in him. Yeah. <laughs> It will mm-hmm. never work out the way he'd like. It will eventually turn to one point where she's like, I will always see your brother in you. And that's the part that would hurt him the most. Mm-hmm. He can never get past that. That that will always be his barrier. He cannot reach any farther than that. And that hurts him the most. Yeah, he'll never he'll never be sure if it's real or not. Mm-hmm. You know? I like that. Somehow, uh, no, it hurts, dude. It hurts. Like, there's no yeah. happy ending for this. I know it's crazy. This, this 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 rectangle parallelogram this can only go wrong. <laughs> yeah, whatever uh, whatever orientation this eventually falls into, it's it it's it's not gonna be good. Whatever it is. So you could say like best case scenario. I ironically the best case scenario is the worst scenario. Shinako and like they would have like the most stable, you know, somewhat mm-hmm. decent relationship. Any yeah. it would ruin everything, of course, between every other character relationship possible. But it would be like the most stable one possible. <laughs> yeah. It's just so weird when there yeah, there there has been so many opportunities for that to happen. And it just hasn't, you know, with, with one reason or another. So like for it to end with them finally together, I feel like it would it would feel shallow, you know? It would. Yeah. Like, oh, I guess they're together, cool. You know? After all this Again. time. It's the most stable one. And then, like, Uazumi and Haru, and that would just be... It would be its own adventure. Like, yeah. again, it's Haru's best end. And then, like, you're just leaving, like, Ru and the teacher, they're going to be, like, chilling on the side. I don't know what they're going to do, but, like, Ru's never going to be happy in any outcome in this scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He will always have the bad end. And if Haru gets left, she'll have the bad end immediately. She already has the bad ending right now. Yeah, right Lined now, up it's not, not going good. Shinako yeah, has, like, her own thing going on. She, yeah. She's messed up. Well, Zumi's the only naturally decent character, and even then, it's like, come on, dude, you're screwing things up left and right. It's not even... Yeah, that's the thing. They even had a line in here where where uh, Haru and Shinako were talking, and they were like, Uzumi is the type of person that takes forever to make a decision. But then when he does, he just goes that's all it. in. Yeah, you know, and and, and that's kind of how he's being with this whole relationship stuff, where he just hasn't sat on one side of the fence yet. You know, he has, he hasn't mm-hmm. fully decided on one person or the other. And I think that right that's now he's bold. leaning towards Shinako, but I mean, let yeah. me tell you, that's it's like you're hitting the fence there, dude. Yeah, but he, he say... hasn't he hasn't finally made a move yet. You know, where mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, yeah, he's definitely leaning towards her, but every opportunity that comes out for him to finally like be a part of it, he hasn't taken it. I said that one maybe the most stable I lied. The most stable is it was going to be Haru. No joke. No questions asked. Why is it that? is the most stable. Why? Because there's no downside, dude. What is, the, what is the downside of Haru? Well, I mean, I agree for their the downside, side. The, the, the downside for, for Uozumi is that like, oh, this ain't Shinako, but like, does it matter? Because he already has some feelings for Haru as well already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think if I had to guess if like what pairings would happen, I think that is probably the most uh, believable mm-hmm. since I do think over the, the show so far, uh, 
he has developed more and more feelings for her. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I think that that's Haru's biggest obstacle is to get is to get him over Shinako. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Shinako is like how many years ahead of you, pal? And you're you're just playing the game late. Yeah, that's true. It's like player two has finally joined the chat. Well, it sucks to be you. Player one's been here for like ever. <laughs> player one's level one hundred, so you have a you have a long way to go. It's like player one's level one hundred, but they haven't they they just stayed at level one hundred. Haven't hit like the max level yet. <laughs> they just, just coasting. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing way too many side missions. It's like you you have the opportunity now. While they're coasting, you can grind up. This is the time. <laughs> As the show goes on. I I put some credence into the thing you said last week, mm-hmm. which was the show might take a very, very dark turn. Oh, it can take a dark turn, dude. And, oh, especially after this episode, I'm like, something really awful is going to happen by the time the show ends. Like, first of all, Rue is not the dark turn. He's not the dark turn. I guarantee it because he's, he already knows what he wants. It's the saddest thing possible. Mm-hmm. If he's the dark turn, it's a cop out. It's an easy cop out to do. Everyone else, a way better dark turn. I think the difference between Rue and Haru is that for Rue, it seems hopeless, you know, but mm-hmm. I think he's more aware of it that mm-hmm. this will probably never happen, you know, like. And that's what hurts him the most. Yeah. With Haru, I don't think she thinks that. I think she thinks there is very much a chance that this will happen. Well, there is. Happen. She's right. She, she's right. Yeah. There's a chance. Which is why, like you're saying, with Rue, the dark turn probably won't be with him because of how aware he is. But like with Haru, it could all come crashing down and it'll be very real for her, you know? It's just, I'm already feeling it, dude. We're only halfway in and it's like... <laughs> it's, just, it's just bad all around, you know? Episode 8, this, this, imagine this being halfway. Yeah. It's There's just, 18 episodes. We're 18 episodes? I thought it was like 16, I'm sorry. No, there's 18. Okay, well, that's more than... I thought in the beginning there was 13, but I must have looked at it and the three look... The the eight eight. must have looked like a three, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, I feel like this is going to be a very sad show by the end of it. (laughs) I recommend watching Pancreas. If you watch Pancreas, I'll see if I can catch up on something else to chat about. Pancreas is a a movie or a TV show? It's a movie. It's a movie, It's a movie? Yeah, I'll watch I'll, it. I'll, 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 you know, I'll announce right now. If if you message me, if you watch Pancreas, I will rewatch Pancreas. Just so we can at least talk about that. Okay. Before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely watch I, it. I, I'll rewatch it just so I can like at least have a feel for what's because like Pancreas, I already have an idea of what's going on in Pancreas, like in my head. Mm-hmm. I'll rewatch so I get the subtle stuff that's happening. Oh yeah, definitely to like mm-hmm. just like remind you. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like there's yeah, like there's stuff that like I already know like the big overarching stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. Like I can like points and be like, ah, oh, yes, this happens, and this is the line, the timeline, you know, hands and pancreas. I can't tell you the subtle stuff that I do off the top of my head. Right. But like I like to note that stuff. Like what, like a solid voice had like a bunch of nice stuff in it. Always stuff with like yeah, rivers yeah. and fish. Yeah. It was a very big thing in solid voice. I want to rewatch that at some point. What I should actually do, I should recommend you to read the manga. Oh, of solid voice. Only because I would like for you to read the film subplot. Oh yeah, that they cut from the movies. I remember you telling me about that, about how like there's this whole thing that just isn't in there. Yeah, because like there's like it's again that's why I see them as two different works. 
in my head. I can't keep, like, you know, normally anime and manga, I can, like, mesh them together somewhat. The film subplot is so important to what A Solemn Voice was, mm-hmm. where they made a silent film, you know what I mean, in the making of, obviously, in the for, like, their school project, for the festival. Yeah. It's like, you know how the festival's going on? Mm-hmm. That's what they were doing. It's like, all the times they're meeting up in the show, and the movie, they're supposed to be working on that silent movie when they're meeting up. Yeah. When all, that, that's the reason why they're all meeting up. In the movie, they phrased it as, oh, well, we're just hanging out. You know what I mean? So we're all just going to come together. Which mm-hmm. is, I mean, a decent way to explain it. But, like, they're all there for, like, this one school project. Yeah, like, that's the thing that actually unites them and makes them actually be a group. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it's, like, gives them reason as to why they're together and, like, why they're, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, they completely cut the teacher segment. When the teacher comes back... <sighs> teacher comes back, dude. I, I hate the teacher so much with a passion. It hurts. Yeah. Like, you know, like we talk about hated characters in Silent Voice. This is going to bend back to something that people don't understand. So this is going to be... Who did you hate the most? Who did I hate the most? In Silent Voice. And, and oh. I remember this is like where we, we had our differences on the main yeah. cast, at least for the movie. Yeah, I hated... Um, it was probably that one girl that was uh, that was just constantly mean to the the deaf girl like yeah. even years after like it all mm-hmm. ended in like we're not children anymore we're adults you're still like making fun of her and stuff like what are you doing okay. and then, then i had that me. and then i hit you with the one that i hated the most which is the quiet one who just bullied people in silence right and never yeah, spoke yeah. about it <laughs> yeah and like how she would she would try to explain herself of being like oh well i never said anything i was the one in the back but she was mm-hmm. actually she was behind the scenes still talking to everyone else yeah, and pulling the strings as well like doing yeah. the own label thing it's like stuff that mm-hmm. wasn't like really easy to notice but like did have her hand in mm-hmm. like so it's like yeah no one was really good you know a terrible group of people you know and then sahara was like she tried her best but it was also like you know how yeah. best you really try <sighs> song voice Top tier, top tier, good. slap it on. I'm pretty sure I I gave it a ten. I gave it a ten. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Wonderful. You know, movies better than. Girl who left her time. I was gonna say Cars three. No. Oh. <laughs> no, yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> that's, that's not even close. Girl who left her time is so. Oh, dude, I I wish we could just go back to the time we just watched it with our first time. <laughs> yeah. We should have never went back to it. We should have just kept it. The thing is, though, like, we had, it was, we were going deep into it. We were deep. Yeah. We were so deep. It was like, oh, man, all these cool things, this different plot here, it's going to be so great. We had, we had notes. We were, like, ready to go in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think once we had, like, half an hour in, we're like, this is going to be off. <laughs> yeah, we just ended now. We just. <laughs> and we watched it all anyway. It was just very disappointing. Pancreas will be fine. Pancreas will be good. I hope it is. It's not going to be like that. What if it because is? Because pan- pancreas has that great moment. As any of those shows do whenever they have that death scene. 
in case everyone like needs to know, like it's always the meme, right? Or it's like it's the trope in like anime and manga where like there's like that one romance and like that girl's always sick and like she's going to die. Oh yeah, yeah. You know it's gonna happen when I want to eat your pancreas. It's it's already set up for you. You're like, ah, man, she's gonna die, dude. <laughs> It's great though. When she actually dies, oh man, oh man. Like I, I wait for that moment sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you're lying, April. It's like whew, it hits so good. My brother was like, "Why didn't you watch your line, April?" And I'm like, "That may be one of the things I should have to do." Yeah, I still have to watch that too. No, because I read the manga, so it's like it's kind of weird to say like I read the manga for something that like has genuinely like about music, so you can already know oh, that yeah. the composition is yeah. gonna be good. That's the actual songs they're playing, you know. Right. I should probably, you know, so I can actually like listen to it, so I can be like feeling it and like, oh man, so this is what they were doing. Can't hear the notes, sadly, on on paper. So I'll definitely do pancreas, and I'll try to watch the first couple episodes of Space Force. Yeah, man. That that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'll probably watch the next few. I don't know if I'll be able to finish it. Just because it's, you know, longer episodes. I'll try. I'll try. I'll try and see how far I get. Because it's going to be fun. Yeah, it'll be great. I was going to say, there's a manga on here I found for you. On my Uh anime list. It's called Mermaid Boys. Okay. Is this... is this a real recommendation or are you is a joke recommendation okay but the the summary is uh the mermaid prince is super popular with all the girls lining up to be his bride but the one he falls in love with has legs ah classic how close is it to little mermaid because that is where i get all my mermaid information from well, let's see the review that Hanbei Cat left here. Okay. Left at 8 out of 10. Oh, Merman sees a girl. Merman falls in love with a girl. Merman makes a contract to give up his good looks. Merman finds out he's a scrawny boy now as a human. That sounds like Little Mermaid, but in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, apparently it's like a huge manga sale. Apparently you can buy like Fairy Tale Volume One of Happy's Heroic, whatever this is, for like a dollar, dude. Oh, nice. So some people might want to check out the Mount manga sale. Do you know what else I can do? I don't know, really, Kakeguru. <laughs> that's actually one of those that that's been on my list for a while. Pretty good. Uh, uh, it's decent. It's okay. it's what you. Kakaguru is just one of those where like you know what you're getting into shows. How's it? Com- how's it compared to Kaiji? The the stakes aren't that high, dude. Uh uh-huh. But I mean, instead, it's like you anime girls gambling. So mm. I will say it's more inventive with how they do it. There's like instead of it just being like straight, like you know. I think they have one where like there's like an idol. They have to like be like the best idol. So they take like a week to prepare. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's a great spin on it. You know what I mean? Like you know, it's like yeah, like be like a, the school idol, try to compete, and like it's like popularity. So they grab like on who's the most popular at the end when they did their concerts individually, mm-hmm. like who they get the most votes for. And like they're being rated on three things for that, and I'm like that's kind of unique. You know, it's a nice different spin. It's not like straight gambling. It's like you know, it's like it's like instead of the standard gambling, it's, like, it's a weird like they do it just for this one arc where it's like, yeah, we're just gonna you you got I I want to be the idol for the school, so you gotta gamble me and see if you're better than me at being an idol. If you do, I mean like you know I vote for you because you're cool, you know. Okay. And it's like it's like okay, I guess I'll do it. So they so she just takes a week and she's like, well, we're gonna do it for this week, so we're gonna try hard. Mm. And like barely passes, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> just like Spy Family. But, like, I think the reason that it barely passed, I don't think Kakaguri is going to get, like, a season three or whatever. Is, like, because, uh, like, some girl bought votes and, like, put them on one side, like, on her team. Okay. Like, her rival, mm-hmm. like, bought votes to put on her. And it's like, wow, that's crazy. That's quite the twist. It's like she would have just lost. <laughs> but if you could buy votes, I mean, yeah, sure, why not? That works every time, too. Yeah, just do it, you know? It's like Kaiji trying to buy, like, at least in the card game. Was it the card game? It was like the one where they had, like, the, the rock and paper scissors, rock, paper, scissors cards. Yeah. Were you trying to buy them off? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's trying he's to like, manipulate the, the odds. Hmm. Seems they have a perfect strategy. Yeah. Yeah, because you never know what someone has left. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. The fair strategy was pretty good. It was pretty good. So. Yeah. I don't remember if he won or lost off that. Yeah. But yeah, Mermaid Boys. Uh, anything else? Is Galafner's out this season? If anyone's interested in that, it's okay. The manga's okay. What is? Nothing special. Glapner? Or oh, Glipner? Yeah. yeah, I've been watching that. It's okay. It's like, it's like decent. I read the manga. It's decent. It's nothing like too bad. else we got here i gotta watch i guess bna bna that's cool yeah watch it dude that's all the cool guys do check out bna i don't know about all of them also You're right, dude. Uh, it, there's another one called kokushi goto the season you should watch that as well it's like 90 percent slice of life but then 10% weird, like, psychological, <laughs> like, mystery. And I don't know what's going on, honestly. There's just these weird scenes that come up, and it's like, this is, like, the future or something. But we don't, I don't know how they're connected. Some, like, weird dark turn happens. But we don't know what it is. And this, and this is supposed to be a, a nice slice of life, you know, father, daughter. Reading know. the review is like some nonsense. Living life. Why? It's like Kakushi Goto means secrets. Kakushi Goto is the father's name. Kakushi Goto is also a drawing job. So yeah. the entire thing is just an ironic pun. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's the first review. I can already tell it's based on a manga. Yeah, probably. 
just like Shirobako, you know? Manga about manga. Oh, it's all the goods, dude. It's the goods. Also, um, real quick, we talked, or I guess I mentioned Last of Us last time, right? You have, if, yes. I don't know if you saw, uh, I don't know how much you care, but they put out another uh, Last of Us video. Let's go. <laughs> showing a bunch of like gameplay and stuff. Okay. Just I'm just super hyped for that. It looks like probably the most, the most tense I'll ever be playing a game. Do you think the leaks are real? Yeah, they're real. <laughs> I think they're confirmed to be real. I just, uh, you know. The question is, like, are they going to find the leaker? Yeah, yeah, they already found him. Okay. They, uh, at first there was a story of, like, oh, it's, it was, like, Naughty Dog employees that were disgruntled with their pay and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it turns out it wasn't. It was just some random hackers who found a back door and, you know, stuff like that. Good job, man. Good job. Protect, protect their employees, their yeah. honorable employees. But also, it all, it, that, that narrative also doesn't make sense of employees not happy with the job, so now we're going to leak the game because you just spent all this time working on the game. So it it doesn't make sense for you to leak your own game. Yeah. Could probably leak a future game. <laughs> yeah. If that's on the works, I mean, what are you going to do? If their boss is being real mean to them, they're like, I guess I'm just going to leak the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. It's like, don't let me. <laughs> I, have the, I have the backdoor code. I can get into the mainframe. Not the mainframe. Yeah, I'm probably gonna catch a Kakushi Goto, dude. That looks yeah. nice. It's good. It's not better than Tower of God, but my brother said Tower of God gives him those those Hunter Hunter feels. Yeah. Because like Hunter Hunter has like the tests early on, so it feels like that. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do kind of like that. That Tower of God is almost. Like non-stop tournament arc, you know, which is just like test after test. You know, it doesn't really give any breathing room for anything else, which is this cool. Thing's like, no, like if you think this is tournament arc, I can't wait for you to get God of High School next season. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Which, which is which is just all martial art tournament arc. It's just fight after, of, fight after fight after fight after fight, 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 fight. Things, so. There are some people thinking that like the next coming seasons might be a little weaker. Just because of you know production being halted on a lot of stuff, could be. This could be the time Trigger rises, dude. Trigger could rise now. Yeah. The, the tr- Trigger started with Inferno Cop. They know how to do the low budget. They did, yeah. I mean, I mean, BNA is pretty good, so I think if, even if they were to tone, tone some things down, they 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 put out some quality stuff. I think you should watch Eva only when the movie comes out, the final one. When does it come out? It's supposed to come out this year, but it got delayed. 
<laughs> for reasons that I cannot speak about. So I, sh- I should watch the movie, or I shouldn't start the the movies. The movies you should watch the movies because okay. you're not gonna watch the OG animation. Yeah, it's gonna hurt your eyes. I know how you are. Maybe one day. <laughs> but the movies are basically just retelling it, just obviously like shorten. At least like, okay. you know, the the first movie, you know, shortens the arcs. And like they did change stuff up, and then from there on the second, third, and fourth movie are going to be different mm-hmm. in ways, but still similar to what the original one is. It's like a summary. Essentially, the first movie you can consider it a summary, but they also like add new characters and change up the plot a little bit, but the plot's generally the same. Okay. Because I need I need to watch those for my research video of. <laughs> Of trying to do the comparison between four series. <laughs> You're actually Logan. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Okay. Gurren Logan, Darling, Eva, Series One, then End of Eva combined with Series One, and then New Eva with their new series with their movies. Conglomeration okay. of nonsense. Because a lot. I mean, like, they're all basically, like, the same show. Are you going to rewatch Darling? I'm, I'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts to say. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh. The soft spot. I felt it again. <laughs> I mean, but... Hypothetically, you've already seen it, so, you know, you, know, you should be ready. I'm already ready. I mean, you're right. Yeah. Darling wasn't awful. It was decent, awful. Yeah, because it was it was it was going really good places, and then it just went somewhere else. And I heard the manga fixed it, and then I part of me wants to go read the manga to find out if it's true or not. But I'll never oh, yeah. know. It's always weird to me when there are shows that don't have any source material. And then later on, they get an adaptation into something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. a BNA is an anime. It's OG, yeah. It's OC. Like, like a few days ago, it got announced that it's going to get a manga. Yeah, I have read that. So maybe they're going to do something similar, but like we're just expand upon it. Mm-hmm. Trevor likes to do that, I guess. Something that they, they've done with this. I mean, I think they've done it with Little Witch as well. Trigger, I think, is almost exclusively like original stuff mm-hmm. they don't they don't go off of any source material to be fair though the, 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 it's a way to go in both markets though anime's decent you know make money off that manga comes out get the yeah. money that way as well I mean a lot of times a lot of anime is only made to sell the light novels right to, to get those numbers up Kenosuba dude yeah. <laughs> yeah it hurts to say Kenosuba because I mean like Gosh, dude. Kenosuba was so good. It is, yeah. The sad thing is that they could make a next season and they could be really popular. Or they could do like No Game No Life did and just never return. <laughs> that hurts me so much. <laughs> they like they like started to build a world that's like so interesting. Then they just don't get any more of it. Was it Monogatri? That guy's still pumping out the anime. And he has like how many animes of his light novels? Yeah, like like seventeen. A lot, dude. Yeah, <laughs> he's still pumping them out. He's like, he, 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 according to him, this is, this is 
He's like, the animes are just as good as the light novel, and it's just a different setting. Oh, okay. That's and cool. apparently he never had the main character designed. How? The main character never had a design. Never had an appearance. He never drew the main character at any point. Oh, okay. So when the anime came about, they finally created him. Yeah, that's that's weird. He just probably didn't bother though. It's like, you know, it's like you know, he's the main character's not gonna be looking at himself really, for the most part. It was always in first person then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, well I mean, like sense. the character, like the, the way the characters, like so, like there are certain arcs where like, it goes to different characters, and then they speak from their own point of view, mm-hmm. but it always goes back to him though. So it's like. And I gotta finish Fire Force as well. I'm late. I'm late on Fire Force. Oh, I, I haven't finished that either. I got like halfway through. Mage's Bride, Recreators, Pop Team Epic, The Net Juno Susume Show. Hey, you're, you're, you have to get started on that. Gotta watch that one uh, eye patch show. I don't know what that is. The uh, uh, is it the it's the rom com with like the uh, the Chinibio, Chinibio. Oh yeah, yeah. I, that's like one of my favorite shows ever. I give both seasons tens. All right, so well I gotta it. go. Ironically. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We can end it real quick with something really funny. All right, go, go ahead, Ray. It's all you. Uh, let's look at Wikipedia's <laughs> front page. <laughs> Hold up. Also, I did do the survey for Wikipedia. Thank you very much. Okay. What is trending right now in Google? All right, Wikipedia. Third degree murder. George Floyd. Okay. Uh, murder oh, in general. Nice. Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> way to, way to just, just Jacob Ray. Featured article day is Samuel Muldy, American Catholic priest born in Virginia. That's my seventh favorite state. Oh, because I read Rick Riordan, it's recommending me Lightning Thief, Percy Jackson Olympians, Titans Curse, Sea of Monsters, and Camp Half Blood Chronicles. Why is Elon Musk trending anyway? This is Wikipedia for you. Okay. Also, have you have you heard about the Imperial Royal and Noble Ranks, by the way? No. Okay, so like you know, obviously you got like the king, right? Sure. You got the queen. Mm-hmm. Then you got the prince, the despot, the duke. And there's a bunch more leader names. You know, there's a bunch here, dude. You got, like, the Pope of Rome. Mm-hmm. wonder who that could be alluding to. I, I don't know. The Patriarch. Dalai Lama. The Caliph. Dalai Lama? Sure, man. <laughs> the Boomy. Oh, my gosh, dude. Oh, 
the boomy dude. Thanks, friend. Yeah, man. Boomy dude. Or like you know, the Archduke or Archduke. Yeah. That's kind of cool. He's the dude who died and started World War Two, World War One. One of them. Ferdinand. Oh my gosh, yeah. dude. Then you got the High King. Oh, he's like a, he's like above kings, dude. The oh, High yeah. King rules over other kings, dude. Imagine declaring yourself the High King of Europe. <laughs> it's like a, it's like Zeus being the god of gods. Yeah, just be like, just like I'm above everyone. I'm the high. I'm the king of kings, dude. That hurts. Emperor, Kaiser. You know, obviously you got the czars, mm-hmm. the Huangdi's, monarchs and sovereigns. There's a lot of dudes. There's a lot. You know, Wikipedia page for imperial, royal, and noble ranks. You know, in case you ever feel curious about that. Just in case. I mean, you know, I did. So. Yeah. Also saw Moana recently, so I can rank it. Moana gets like a seven out of ten, dude. Oh, okay. Animation ten out of ten. No problems there. Actual story, seven out of ten. Pretty basic. Feel like a wasted potential. How much does The Rock bump that up for you? The Rock it just yeah, it actually brings it down only because, <laughs> and the sad thing is, because I feel like they underuse this character. And I mean okay. underused. Yeah. His character yeah. comes in in like the second half of the movie. Okay. Or not the second, the, the last two thirds of the movie. Let's be honest. Okay. Second act. From the second act of the movie on, and like they, they underutilize it, and or, or like they do use it, it feels pretty cheap. But that's about it. All right. You got anything else, Ray? Yeah, that's it, man. All right. Last question, and, and, it's, and it's, a, it's a one thing. What is the best Percy Jackson book? OG Percy Jackson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Labyrinth, dude, 100%. Labyrinth? Dude, totally agree. <laughs> yes, so glad you said that. We're talking about new books? I, I was saying House of Hades last time, so. Yeah. I still stand by House of Hades. Every sense of the word. All right, Ray. Well, that was cool. Right, see you later. I see you guys. Next week. Bye.